I want to thank everybody for supporting the movie Grandma's Boy. Nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? But the cream rise to the top. Oh yeah. Yeah, Jack in Lakewood. What's up, Jack? Yeah, regarding the situation with Bob Kraft, uh, have you ever engaged in anything like that yourself? First of all, you're a moron for calling up with that nonsense. That's when that, not what you asked to call about. Okay, number one. All right, number two, uh, I have not. But you know what? You're just a jerk for even calling up the show and wasting our time with that. Brian in Staten Island. What's up, Brian? We belong dead. We belong dead.
What's up, everybody? Welcome. It's the best show here on a Wednesday. We are doing it on a Wednesday. Couldn't do it on Tuesday, so we do it on Wednesday. We do the show for you. That's what we do. We make it happen one way or another, and we are here on this Wednesday night at the end of April 2019, and we are going to do the best show and have a fun episode of the show. It's a good time. The phone number is 201-332-3484. You want to call? Well, we can finish up. Do you have the weirdo list? Maybe we close that out tonight. We'll talk about some other stuff we can talk about. I'll throw something out on the table a little bit. What if we talk about how much would it cost? You know the things we would talk about sometimes, like what would you have to get paid to do a certain thing, to see a certain movie? Let's do those. You can ask me questions like that, how much you'd have to get paid. I can ask you. We'll talk about that, and we'll talk about a whole lot more. But right now, we have to do this one thing, which is begin the best show. show here not on a tuesday but it's on a wednesday we're doing it a guy couldn't do it on tuesday had some personal stuff to attend to so we do it on wednesday that's how we do it we as long as there's a show in the week that's what matters right the whole point of the thing's not that it's on a tuesday that ain't why you listen it's not just something where it's like oh it's on tuesday so i listen to it doesn't matter what it is 
No. It's the quality of the programming. Speaking of quality, we just heard uh, from Cobra Man. Album came out in 2017, the new Driveway soundtrack. And that song is called Magic Hour. That's on the, uh, that's on Goner Records. Best labels going, Goner. Love Goner. So, the phone number, 201-332-3484. We can finish out the, uh, the weirdo list, the top 50 weirdos, uh, list. How many slots do we have left? About 15? Something like that. And if you guys, did you order pizza? Mike? Not yet? Uh, you figure it out. Best show, hi. Hello, Tom. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Dan in Washington, D.C. Dan in Washington, D.C., capital of the United States of America. Technically, this is true, yes. What's up, buddy? I have some potential weirdos. All right, let's hear. Okay, so number one, Cool Keith. Cool Keith is a good one. Well, what do we got in the uh, in the thirties? Thirty-four. Cool Keith, please. Well, who else you got, buddy? Uh, how about Paul Rubens? Nah, I'm not putting him. Too intentionally weird? No, it's just he's not. He's he's just a talented, creative guy. He's not. I don't okay. think he's that weird. He's no weirder enough, than any other funny person who makes things. I gotcha. Um, okay, last last attempt. Uh, Andy Kaufman. No, that's not going on. All right. Well, thanks, buddy. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Oh, it's Brian in Chicago. Who's this now? Brian in Chicago. What's up, Brian? Um, you know, not a whole lot. Looking uh, forward to chatting with you. All right, then let's chat. What's up? Um, give me the good stuff. Give me the good stuff. You want the good stuff? All right. Yeah, yeah, I want the good stuff. Let me see if I can. Well, just out of curiosity, am I am I starting off the show? No, there was another call before you. Okay, gotcha. All right, so you're still doing the weirdos list. We're we're closing it out, yeah, but you can talk about other things. Okay, so can I give you one thing for the weirdos list and then move on? Yeah, try try okay. it. Let's see what you got. All right, I'm I'm gonna give you a try because I think it'd be a shame if Rich Fulcher was left off. He's not going on. He's an entertainer. And you don't think there's okay? He's funny. He's a funny guy. He plays characters. That's true. Yeah, no, that's true. All right, fair so you uh, you okay. say it like you say it like that's true. Dot dot dot. No, it's that's true. Period. You don't think there's like a an element beyond you know? To, I don't know. He's no, I think he's, he's funny alone. He's funny. He is funny. Yeah. So there you go. He's a. I think you're doing him a disservice by just saying he's a weirdo. Well, I, okay. I guess I was I was uh, thinking of weirdo in in a very positive way. Yeah, no, I understand that, but I, I also he's doing characters. 
He might be that, weird. That is true. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. So what else do you want okay. to talk about? What else do you want to talk about? All right, about? what's it, what, here? Um, so I've been listening to some, some older episodes, like from 2010, and there was a spell there where you seemed preoccupied a bit with, uh, the, um, the, the Jay Leno, uh, Conan O'Brien stuff, rightfully, because it was, uh, it was a rich, it was a rich thing at the time. Yeah, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Um, and I, it just, you know, I just remembered how his, his, the, the, the throwing to Kevin Eubanks, right? Um, when you would make a joke and then they'd cut to Kevin Eubanks, laughing uh-huh. and I've just been thinking about how that may be one of the most uncomfortable things that's ever happened just a band um, just Kevin Eubanks having to fake laughter just having to fake laugh yeah night after night yeah yeah and not not just once yeah. per night but just yeah just through the night yeah. you real you realize you're calling about something that happened almost 10 years ago now like you're oh, you're calling oh, no, like you're I... calling a show in 2019 to talk about something that happened nine years ago. But isn't it like it's like? And I mean, forgive me. This is going to be a very rough comparison. But you know, Hiroshima happened a while ago too. Yeah. No. Of course, history has happened, uh, and history. There's an ongoing history. I'm just saying you're calling, you're talking about something that I talked about as if it was a topic I just talked about where it was something from a decade ago. That's true. Get off my phone, Hiroshima. That's a, Chicago, that's a bad, that's a bad rep for you, Chicago, that guy. That's bad. That's a bad rep tonight. Best show. Hello? Hello? Yes, hi. Hey, how's it going, Tom? Oh, it's going alright. Who's this? Uh, this is Brian in Nashville. Brian in Nashville. What's up in Nashville tonight? Nash Vegas, as some call it. Nash oh, man. Vegas. My son is asleep and my wife is at work, so I'm listening to the best show. Alright, well, thank you. Thanks for, for joining us on this little, you got a little respite, right? Were you in your man cave? You in your man cave? Listening yeah, to actually, well, my man cave has been converted into a guest room, uh, but I still have a desk in here. So. Okay. Well, what made it your man cave? What made what made it your man cave? You have a stop sign hanging on the wall? Oh, man, I used to have, like, a big, like, oil sign on the wall, and I have all my records in here. The records are still in here, but all the signage is down. Okay. Yeah, well, you'll have a man cave again. Yeah, one day, one day. Um, I actually had a question, um, and it's about Porcupine Pie. Yeah, the song Porcupine Pie. Correct. The Neil Diamond um, song, I, yeah. Wow. I, I wanted to know what was so bad about it, because my son really enjoys it. Oh, he's a child, that's why. It's a, he is a child. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah, a he, dumb song. It's dumb, it's fine. It's like a dumb song. It makes song. him so happy. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> and then are we still doing 50 best weirdos? Sure, yes. What do you got? Who do you got? Um, you better not put your kid. Perry. You better not put your kid on there. Oh no, my no, god. He's, he's fine. He's not too Yeah, weird. put Lee Scratch Perry. Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you know, he's a weird. He's a legit weird. Put him where, what do we got in the 20s? 
Put him at 27, please. There you go. All right, well, thanks, Tom. Have a great night. You too. Best show, hi. Hello. Yes, hello. Philip. Philip, where are you calling from, Philip? I'm, I'm in Chicago. Chicago. Well, you just had a, a bad uh, caller there a couple a couple calls ago. Your your city's got a uh, uh, took one on the chin with that with that uh, dud of a call. Let's see if you can <laughs> redeem. Let's see if you can redeem the windy city. I'll do my best. Yeah, we're hitting hitting this here in Chicago, but uh, I think I have a good one for the topic. Let's hear it. What do you got? Stefan Marbury. That is a pretty good one. I actually. Uh, did I ever talk about when I went to his house on the show? I've never heard of that. Mike, did I ever talk about when I had to go to Stefan Marbury's house to interview him? Yeah, it was a weird, uh, that was a weird one. I went to his house to interview him for a, ba- a basketball magazine I was writing for. And, uh, he, uh, we were, it was uh, like a, the, all the, there's like this stretch of like r- fancy houses where a lot of athletes live in northern New Jersey. A lot of athletes and like CEOs of companies are out in this stretch. Um, and I went to his, his, he was in a McMansion. I went there and, um, I was interviewing him and then it was going all right. Then partway through it, he, um, he excuses himself because his kid, his kid got home from school or something and then he went to take a bath. He took, he was like, in, he took all his clothes off in front of me and then climbed in a bathtub with his kid. <laughs> and then his sister was there. So she thankfully shuttled me away from him in a bath. So strange. Yeah. Put him on. <laughs> Where can he go? Pat, what do we got? 33. Put him at 33, please. Oh, well, that's, that's thrilling to me, Tom. Thank you. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Thanks. NBA star Stefan Marbury. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, this is Richard in Austin. Richard in Austin. What's up, Richard? Hey, hey, um, I know everybody says this, but the best show's the best. Oh, and you're sweet to say. You're sweet to say. <laughs> and you've you. gotten me through many hard times, so oh, I appreciate you're, it. You're, you're nice to say that, Richard. Thank you. Well, uh, just really quick, I got three weirdos. Let's hear them. Uh, Andrew WK? Nah, I'm not putting them on. Uh, Miranda July? Yeah, we could put her on. What do we got and in the, the what? Hold on, bit, 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 bit. What do we got in the twenties or thirties? Thirty-two. Put Miranda July at thirty-two. What else you got, buddy? Uh, last one, Ian Sinonius. No, nah, I'm not putting him on. I like him, but I'm not putting him on. <laughs> I like him too. Okay. Well, thank you, Tom. Thanks, buddy. Who do we got here tonight? We got AP Mike's here. We got Pat's here. Duty, I was on assignment. Couldn't swing the Wednesday night gig. Um, yeah. Good group, good group, good group. 
sure everybody, uh, everybody, you watched that, uh, that, uh, basketball game, right? Did you see that, Mike? Do you see Damian Lillard? Cause this guy, Damian Lillard, he plays on the Portland Trailblazers in the National Basketball Association. This guy's my favorite player. First of all, he tweeted his favorite show's Monk that I, uh, wrote for. Then I, I, I DM'd him. He follows me. I DM him and we DM back and he's just like, he said Monk is my favorite show and he, he sent an emoji back of like a, an arm making a muscle, uh, that was, yeah. So yeah, so he's already, but he's already, he's my favorite player because of the way he plays too. And so he's in this game last night. He's in, it's in the playoffs now and it's a series where he's matched up against this guy, Russell Westbrook, who I also like, but is also like a, a really kind of trash talking to me. He's a kind of a blabber mouth and he's giving him the business. And then Damian Lillard, game's tied with six seconds to go. He takes the ball, he shoots it from like 37 feet away, and he drills this thing right as a buzzer goes. You never saw anything. And you know what? Rather, he didn't pump his fist, he didn't jump around. All he did, he waved bye-bye, bye-bye to the team that got he because they he with with this shot with the game winning shot he bounced the uh, other team out of the playoffs they won the series and just the way he waved bye bye and he also just never acts kind of super emotional he always just acts like he's like he expects to be there it's like yeah of course I'm of course I'm here I'm great what else am I supposed to be that's I'm a great player I'm the best why wouldn't I be in this moment. He does not look surprised. And he plays it super cool. And then he wins the game. Everybody pours onto the court, the other teammates, and they pile on him and they're hugging him and everything. And then, um, and he's in this like pile of the players and then he kind of, and I'm sure this is all over the internet now, this image of him just looking right into the camera as he comes out of the pile, completely cool as can be, not smiling, just looks right in the camera, just like, yup. This guy's the best. I gotta be more like that guy. But I get it. I get what he does. He's not appreciated. Check. People overlook him. They get excited about other people. Check. They take him for granted. Check. The consistency and the, and the, uh, the constant quality gets mistaken, uh, gets, it gets, it gets lost in the shuffle because people get uh, caught up in the flavor of the month check. I get it. I get, I get this guy. I get it. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them.
Beshow, hi. Hello, hi. Hey, Tom, how are you? Uh, are we still looking for some weirdos, or are we done yet? Sure, we're looking for weirdos. You, who's this? Uh, this is Scott in the Bronx. How are you tonight, Tom? I'm all right, Scott. What's going on? Well, well, the Bronx, you know, a lot of Chipotle's and Starbucks are opening. Watching my rent rise slowly, but uh, besides that, everything's fine. Uh, I'll get to the weirdo. How about Terry Ork? He was a he was a bizarre character. Yeah, the guy who ran that uh, Ork Records. Yeah, got fired by Andy Warhol. I think he was involved in some bootleg uh, silk screening with Gerard Malanga. Um, ran Cinemobilia and just kind of a kind of a mysterious character all around and never really got huge success, but kind of no, notoriety, mm-hmm. but definitely a bizarre guy. I'm going to say he's more interesting than a weirdo. Okay. I'll take that. All right. I'll take that. Interesting guy. I got a question for you about money. Can I, can we get to the oh, money question? Boy. What, what, what's the money question? Here's my question. How much money would it take for you to do a three-hour tour-de-force interview on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. You mean to go on his podcast? Yeah, to be a guest on the Joe Rogan Experience. How much would that? Why take can you make this happen? You? Can you? Or do you have a connection? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm I'm actually glad that I know nothing about Joe Rogan, but I'm just curious how much money it would take. I would. I I don't know. I would not be interested in going on that guy's show. What a what are we going to talk well, about? Uh, protein powder? Talk about, uh, talk about MMA? Zen- you don't want to talk about MMA? Exactly. We're going to talk about, talk about MMA and protein powder and contrails and, uh, and, uh, and then we're going to talk about sensory deprivation tanks. Yeah, I'll pass. Um, well, yeah, well, $7,500. $7,500 I would need. Hmm. For, uh, per hour? Is that where's that for the, eh, whole, for the whole thing? I'll I'll do it for the whole thing. Seventy five hundred for three hours. Yeah, I don't think it's a pretty good deal. Maybe someone should contact Joe Rogan see if we can make that. Yeah, happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's not the hang up for me getting on the show. It's the most popular podcast going. That guy's show somehow 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 somehow. All right, well, thanks, buddy. All right, get off my phone. Guys, drive me nuts. A little bit of a tough guy. Has to throw that Bronx thing in as if I'm supposed to be a little intimidated by it. He meant, he means it to be a little loaded. Yeah, I'm from the Bronx. Best show, hi. Uh, hi Tom. Hi, to whom am I speaking? This is Evan in Ann Arbor. Evan where now? In Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor, Michigan, home of? Uh, the Stooges. That's right. Yeah. What's up, Evan? Oh, I had some weirdos for the list. What do you got? Give me a weirdo. All right. Um, you have uh, Klaus Nomi on the list. Klaus Nomi's a good one. Yeah. What do we got in the twenty in the twenties? Twenty-five. Klaus Nomi, please. Good. Awesome. One. Great job. Thanks, buddy. Good job there, out of. I've been listening to these Mike Francesa things. I can't stop. There's this, there's this Twitter account. This guy, Mike Francesa. He was this guy. He used to be on a show, Mike and the Mad Dog, right? And they, uh, they were popular sports 
talk thing, and it was just like, Mike talks like this, and he's so, yeah, go, 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 go. And then he was paired with this guy, Mad Dog, who talked like that. Oh, we go, Mikey, we go, we go, you know, man. And the two, they had the most popular show, only because it doesn't cost, the thing that people don't realize is, it was popular because it's the kind of stuff that, that, uh, the hard hats would listen to when they're out on the beam. Um, a lot of, a lot of, uh, construction workers would have it on and, but they're working the drill so they can't even hear it exactly. Uh, a lot of security guards would play it. Uh, toll booth operators, uh, uh, cab drivers and, and, uh, and, uh, would listen to it. a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, lunch pail people, but it was just like, it was just one of those things. It was like, nobody cares about it. So then they split up at a point. My mad dog left and went and did his own show on Sirius XM, never to be heard from again. But then Mike stuck around and did his show and then he did this big retirement where he made this big deal about how he's done. And then he quits, and then he comes back just to take the same job back again. And he just takes the show back again. Like he, I guess he he quit, and then was just like, "Yeah, why'd I quit?" But yeah, I think he, yeah, exactly. I think he thought he had some some enormous payday waiting for him that never showed up because it's valueless what he does. It's it's literally valueless. He's not entertaining. He offers just, he just says things like, I really think the Yankees are going to win tonight. And then if they lose, then he just says like, the Yankees lost because the pitching just wasn't there. It's like, then what is that? If you can walk back any prediction because of the facts, that's, that's anyone can do that about anything. Pick a, pick a team or pick a whatever, make a prediction, wait for the event to happen, and if it, if what you predicted doesn't happen, then you just justify why your prediction didn't come true. He should be on a boardwalk somewhere. Not, not getting paid all this money. So he does this show now, he came back, and now he's like this guy who's just like this, he's out, he's, he's like, he, it's like he, uh, it's, it's like he fell from the past somehow. It's like a, in just the short amount of time he went away and came back, it's like the world changed. And now he's, he's got this army of people prank phone calling him. And they're the funniest things because they just call and they'll just say, you think I, look, this is the thing, the difference between me and him. First of all, you call up and you do e-cigs for legs guy. I love it. I love it. Like I could call 10 times a show. I don't care. I think it's funny. He hangs up on me. But these people call Mike Francesa and they always say, they always say, uh, they have this running gag now that they, they always try to like propose a, a, a trade or something. And they mention this guy, Jason Giambi, who hasn't played baseball in 10 years. Like they'll just be like, Hey Mike, maybe, uh, what would you think about if, uh, and they suggest him for like different sports. <laughs> like they'll say like, if the Knicks are doing the, the draft, uh, 
this year. If they get the number one pick, what would you think about them uh, uh, trading the pick and, and uh, drafting Jason Giambi? And then he's always like, you're oh, very funny, very funny, you're a moron. Um, yeah, but this is a guy. These are the guys that clog, that clog the world. They clog the world, people like that. No one's a fan of him. No one actually is like a fan. They're only, they're only a fan like laughing at him. They do this thing at a club where it's just like, Francesa Fest or something, and they're 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 laughing at it. They're making fun of him, and he shows up at it as they like he's not in on the joke. He shows up at a thing. It's packed with people. They might as well be throwing rocks at him. They think he's a they think he's a, a buffoon, and he shows up at it like oh yo the fans are they're, they're nuts they're nuts they these kids are crazy and stuff. It's like no they think you're an idiot. And they get you to show up at the thing because you're, you're also a raging egotist who can't not be at a thing where you know there's a live microphone that you're being asked to speak into. And they're cheering him ironically. They hate him. They think he's everything that's wrong with, with everything. But he shows up at this thing. Hey everybody! Oh, you guys are nuts. You dress like me, and you do impressions of me. Very good, very good. Like, like he's he operates from on high. And I just watch these clips. There's this guy who does this Twitter account now that just links to clips from his show, Funhouse. One's better than the next. These clips. But yeah, that's the thing. This guy. Imagine the piles of money this guy's been paid for something that is, that, that, that adds not, there's no additive quality to the quality of life with this, this guy. Gotta add. You're gonna be here. You gotta add. Gotta add. Best show. Hi. Uh, yes, I'm looking for Tom Sharpling, please. Oh, uh, speaking. Tom, this is Detective Morning Dew at the Newbridge Police Department. Oh, uh, hello, Detective. Yes, I, I wanted to get some details about the car break-in you experienced yes. yesterday. Um, so the break-in occurred at uh, 2306 Muffler Row, correct? That's correct, yes. And that is the address of a store called the the Autograph Hatch. Is that is that correct? Mm-hmm, yes. And... What they sell autographs there? Is that right? Yes, they do, detective. And and it it is underground, hence the need for for a hatch. I see there is a, is an entrance hatch there. I've never gone in it. There is a hatch that you have to go. You have to lift the hatch and then go down a, a ladder. Interesting. And, and how how heavy is the hatch? I know this is a little bit off topic, but how, how heavy is it? Heavy? It's very heavy. Yeah. Yes. So, so say if you were a I don't know, an elderly woman, you, you probably wouldn't be able to get in there. Is that well, right? You, you, generally, uh, you, I don't think any single human could get in there alone. You have to wait for another person to need, to want to go shop there. So you, uh, I got it. You would need help to actually get, get in the store. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. 
the, the autograph hatch is right next to Central Seafood, right? Yes. Very odd name for a for, for a restaurant, Central Seafood. It's um, yeah. It's 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 a. I guess it, I don't know if it's an attention getter or if that's what's going on in there. I don't know. It it, it worked for me. I, I've eaten there. I've eaten there at least twice, and it's it's quite good. And I will say they do not skimp on shrimp <laughs> at Sensual Seafood. They don't. They don't. The weird thing about that place, you know, it's, it's called Sensual Shrimp, and there's nothing erotic about the signage or, or anything. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you get this feeling that it's you know it's going to be. Oh, this is like a. You know, these people are. You know, they're not they're not uptight. You know, to to name their their restaurant that. But then there's this whole other angle. I don't know if you know about where the 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 co-owner is is kind of evangelical and I'm not sure if you saw it on the on the menu. You know how how there's deviled eggs? Mm-hmm. They have angel's eggs. Huh. Okay, like like he's offended by the the very concept of the the devil? I guess so, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Angeled eggs. Yeah. Interesting. Unwieldy. Yeah, and no one knows what that is either. I guess no, no. I mean, it's. It, I, I had one. It's a devil bag. Okay, that's what it is. Sure. So, did, did, did can I ask if you got any autographs? Um, I was pricing a couple things. Can, can I ask what? I, I've been I've been in the market for um, a Danny DeVito, uh, and I've, I've been trying to do like a a taxi uh, collage. Oh, nice. Okay. And uh, I need Danny DeVito, uh, Mary Lou Henner, and uh, Jeff Conaway. You don't have Conway, huh? No, okay. no. Huh. You know that, that, that interesting thing about uh, Mary Lou Henner? Her, she's got some sort of memory, uh, super-powered it's, memory? It's amazing. You can say any date. Like any date of, of you know while she was probably from the age of like eight on or something, mm-hmm. she'll know exactly what she did that day. I I, I know that that's a skill that, that I know that that's like a thing she promotes and stuff. But I always wonder um, how anyone can verify that, right? Well, I th- I think another aspect is they'll say. They'll give the date, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, December 2nd, 1985. And th- those people who have that can remember what happened that day, like a news item. Okay. So that's like, so... A, like a very small news item. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and so I guess that's how they verify it. Okay. Well, that's, that's interesting. She's got a super powered yeah. memory then. She does. She does. You know, I've I've got a couple great autographs. I got to say. Okay. Well, who who do you have, Detective? Well, I was fortunate to attend the uh, 2016 Detective Hall of Fame brunch in El Paso. Okay. And I got my program signed by, oh my God, four of the all-time greats. All the the all-time great detectives. Oh yeah, yeah. Detective Milt Stamey, uh Sergeant Ken Allinger. Uh, Lieutenant Carol Brandington, uh, Chief of Police Myron Stemmingford. Okay, are those like known names? Are those like? Are you? Are you? No, they're, they're like the zombies of law enforcement. Zombies, the band, not the, okay. 
not the undead that walk the earth. Sure. Okay. So that's a big deal, those guys. It's a huge deal. Huge deal. Hey, let's get back to the, uh, the report here. Um, I have a list of some of the things that were taken. Um, mm-hmm. um, can you verify these? Um, 14 Black Fred Perry shirts. Yes, yes. A trove of King Crimson live cassettes. Mm-hmm. Yes, there were, is. Okay. They took the entire thing? They were rubber banded together, yeah. Can, can I ask how many cassettes there were? Pro- uh, probably uh, uh, more than 50. 50? One rubber band? Um, Yeah. Oh my God! That's it was, it's a very pricey rubber band. Can I ask how thick the rubber band was? Um, it's it was pretty thick, like a, probably an inch around. Oh my God! Wow, like an inch thick. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, oh, and it says here the manuscript for a musical you were writing called "The Wacky Package Murders." That's, Can I ask what that's about? It's 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 what it sounds like. It's a uh, okay. I've been working on this this musical that I consider kind of like I'm not sure if it's like a musical or if it's like a very elaborate musical or a very simple opera. Like I'm not sure what to consider it yet, but it's like it's just about the it's about just the 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 community of people who who collect wacky packages that are like oddities like like misprints oh. and things like that and the value of those and just that someone's killing someone uh because there's a bottle of um of uh, uh of uh joy joy uh oh right yes yeah, yeah. and maybe did someone like drop some never ready batteries into it yeah it's like there's a ne- it's like it's like it's like a misprinted card I th- the joy one would be just like, 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 uh, you know, toy or something like that. And then or it's Joe, like, yeah. Or Joe, and there's like a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I like it. Well, I, I, I can't wait to see this on Netflix. Well, it's gone now, so. Well, you never know. That's a, that's why I'm calling you. Okay. Hey, speaking of Netflix, uh, Netflix, I don't know if you've seen this show called Huge in France. No, no, I have not. Well, this is the first I've ever heard of this. It's it's a um, it, it's a scripted comedy uh, about a stand-up comic. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he's he's as the title says, he's huge in France, and he he basically comes to America where he's nobody. Okay. Yeah, but I've never seen a, a, a show about a stand-up comedian. I think it's great that finally that community is getting some uh, some screen time. It is, and we need to know what their lives are like. Because it's it's bad enough that we never just see them. There's no place to just see stand up comedy, the 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 performance of it. No, oh no, like you can't see that. Let alone the behind the scenes. Uh, the behind-the-scenes machinations of it. That, exactly. That, it, it's a world we don't know about but need to know about. Yeah, every part of it. It's true. Hey, did you see The Dirt? I did not watch The Dirt yet. It's 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 good. And I'll tell you, man, it's a testament to Motley Crue's talent that they got a record deal in spite of never having their drums mic'd for five years. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. In that movie, they were not mic'd? No, no, no. How did they hear the drums? Uh, it's a testament to their talent. That they just were... That's how... I guess, is that how good of a drummer he was? That, Abs- absolutely, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He... I always feel like you can tell a good drummer if they can really spin the drumsticks. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. That twirl. Yeah. Like, if, if like they're working both sticks like that. Right. Well, it's like Ringo. I mean, he was always twirling. Yeah. He was always spinning those sticks. He was very... He was well, a showman. He yeah. was. He was. Look, I'm sorry I got sidetracked. I'm... Uh-huh. Uh, oh, come on. That's all right. Okay, okay. Detective. Um, did, did you notice any suspicious people hanging around? Any, any flagrant hoodlums? Um, no more than than usual, I guess. It's, but like it's no not, one, no one violent or anything. N- not particularly. No, it's it's a rough neighborhood to begin with. Right, right. So uh, okay, so that answers that. You know, it's, you know. Speaking of violence, yeah. Have Have you did you hear the story about President Trump have having a fight club in the White House basement? He has a fight club. No, I did not. I have not heard that. That's the word. And, of course, you know, the word is that, that, that you know, he doesn't actually fight, though. You know, he, he, he acts for the entire night like he's just, he's just chomping at the bit to get in there. You're like, come on, come on, come on. Let me in there. Uh-huh. Let me fight. And, and then at the last second when it's his turn, yeah. he, 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 he acts like he just got this, this, like, message or something and that he has to go upstairs and do big important things sure sure like he's just yeah. kind of like like punching his fist into uh, his palm like that kind of totally like, yes yeah yeah like let me at him getting, pe- getting people to hold him back with that giant tie yeah that tie it it makes oh. you think that there's like just a roll of them like it's like it's on, he- like like it's on like a roll like when you're at the grocery store and right. you go to like the produce yep. department to get a bag. Yeah. Like as if there's just a red spool of, of, there's just like a spool of red tie that they just cut off enough for him that day. And they seem to be cutting a little too much off. I, I agree. For all we know, that spool is, is like at the bottom of his feet and where, and goes all the way up to his back under his clothes. And it's just like a like an endless tie loop, you know. It could be, yeah. It could be. It could be coiled out, and he just can pull that off. Maybe it's perforated. It could be. Could be. Could be. Um, oh, and then, and then, you know, as, as he's going upstairs, you know, because he's got he's got to do this important stuff uh-huh. and not fight. He does that thing that people do when they just got got out of doing something that they really don't want to do, but they act like they really wanted to do it. Sure. Like, oh damn! I wanted to fight tonight. Uh huh. Oh, like this is the worst news he's ever gotten that he's exactly. not going to be allowed to yeah. fight. Yeah. Like he, he's he's PO'd that he can't do this. But come you know, on. I mean, let's be, yeah, exactly, exactly. And let's be honest, he's in terrible shape. You know, those he from what I've heard, he is so upset that that it's becoming spring and it's getting warmer out so he can't wear his big hiding coats okay so he's ha- he's having hiding denim jackets made okay like like a long long and yeah wide it, it's almost like a a denim duster yeah 
Like it seems like he would look like he's in like the traveling Wilburys or something. Exactly. Yes. Or, or there's two of him. Sure. In the there's denim. Two Wilburys. Yeah. Oh, so he's that's how much denim there is. He could be. Yeah. What were their names? It was Clyde, Ricky Joe. Wait, who are you uh, naming now? The Bobby Midnight. The uh, the, the traveling traveling Wilbury. Uh, I... Yeah, Clyde, Mickey Joe. Mickey Joe. Certain of those. Certain of those two. I don't know what about those. I think I think you're thinking it's more like Tom Petty and. No, they had names though. Oh, I don't know those names. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. You know what Trump needs to do to get in shape? What's that? He needs to go to pressure wa- wash camp. What's what is that? Detective? Pressure wash camp? Yeah. Well, you know, you know how people go to those boot camps, you know, to get in shape really quick. Uh huh. You know. This is the same thing, but it utilizes the, the most powerful pressure washers. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's quite a workout. Those things, like the big ones, really work everything. They work the arms, the legs, the core. So you're just pressure washing this giant wall for like two hours. That's pretty much the workout, you know, back and forth, up and down, back and forth, circular, that sort of thing. Yeah. And you're really getting shape. Uh-huh. And there's also this element where you can make money, too. Because because you are actually pressure washing stuff. Yes. Yeah. We go to a house, pressure wash the f out of it, and then the person comes out of the house, and you go, "Hey, hey, we pressure washed your house. It'll be a hundred dollars." Okay. And you know, a lot of times that they say no, we're not going to pay it. So you know what happens? What? They get pressure washed. Okay. High. So you blast them with the pressure washer. Yeah, yeah it's high power too, yeah. Yeah. That, 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 I saw so, I saw someone's lip get torn off. Yeah, that that would that seems like it could happen. Mm-hmm. Because those things are strong. They are. That's why they call them pressure washers. Yeah, a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure in there. Hey, so is this a radio show? It's a, it is, yes. It's a live, uh, it's, it's a in, internet radio show that becomes a podcast the next day, yeah. Oh, I've heard, okay, I've heard of that. So, do you, do you play music on the show? Uh, a little bit, yeah. We play some music. Ooh. I should give you a tape of my band. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I started one with some of the other officers. Uh huh. We're called the Good Guys. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, it's all originals. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we actually went out to Chicago and made a record. You did? We did. It was produced by Steve Albini and Barry Dworkin. Okay, I know Steve Albini as uh, mm-hmm. as the uh, guy who has done a lot of a lot of production work. Um, yeah, he produced Bush. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say he's more known for for Nirvana. Um. Oh yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and the yeah. flesh tones. And <laughs> I guess, uh, again, more known for Nirvana, I would say, right. than, than right. the Flesh Tones. Um, yeah. and Barry Dworkin, the guy from the, from the band, the Gas Station Dogs. Well, he's more than the guy from, he's the leader of it. Okay. Yeah, I guess he is the Gas Station Dogs, kind of. He is. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you, Barry really got under Steve's skin. Okay. And, you know, so much so that Steve ended up forcing Barry to shave off that big handlebar mustache. Okay. And then make a deep dish pizza out of it. Ugh. And then eat it. He made him eat a pizza made out of his mustache? 
he did, yeah. And the whole process, like, you know, the shaving and the, and the preparing and the cooking, it was like solid two hours. Yeah, that sounds pretty gross also. It, yeah, it was, it yeah. was. Hey, speaking of gross sick stuff. What's that? We had to kick uh, Officer Harrops out of the good guys. Okay, the the uh, the Newbridge policeman. Yeah, why is that? Um, he, well, he, he 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 could play well. He play he he plays great rhythm guitar. But he wanted us to cover the song by Gigi Allen called "I Kill Everything I Ask." Yeah, that that's maybe on the on the on the uh, edge of uh, of being appropriate. It is, and and you know, I I I. I I don't like that kind of stuff. I don't. I don't like that that kind of you know what I call raunch rock. Okay. Yeah. I I like I like the good stuff. You know. I love. Uh, I I love Chicago. Okay. The band. I love. Uh, I'll tell you that, that. For me, the ultimate Chicago lineup was was of course Peter Cetera, uh, Terry Kath, uh Robert Lamb. Lila Nain, uh, James Pankow, uh, Walter Parizader, uh, Dan, uh, Danny Seraphine, of course. Great stuff. I, I love Santana. Sure, sure. Okay, yeah. I'll tell you that this, you know, he's had a lot of great players, but th- this current lineup, I think, is the best he's ever had. For the band Santana? Yeah, yeah. You got, you know, of course, you got Carlos, and then you've got, uh, uh, Benny Reitveld, uh, Carl Perazzo, Andy Vargas, of course, uh, Tommy Anthony, uh, David K. Matthews, uh, Polly Mayhaus, uh, Cindy Blackman, of course, you know. Uh huh, uh huh. Great drummer, great drummer. Uh, um, I'll tell you one of my absolute favorites, though, you know, when I, the, the band that really makes me feel good, you know, brings me out of my funk, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay, okay. And I'll tell you, man, for my money, that eighty-one, eighty-two lineup, unsurpassable. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're right, Detective Morning Dew. Yeah, I, I'm. I, you know, sometimes those Tic Tacs they taste so good. You know, when you first put them in, it's like candy. Yeah, yeah. That that coating, and and then you know, if you do a you know, like, I, I can only, I can do like six. And I shovel them in, and it's like sweetness, and then they get hot. So I, you know, that's that's what that was. Uh huh. But uh, oh yeah, Philip Bailey, of course, Larry Dunn, uh, Ralph Johnson, great drummer, uh, Johnny Graham, Andrew uh, Woolfolk, uh, Fred White, Roland Batista, uh, Baylor Taylor, of course, great, just a great lineup. But I love a lot of the new stuff too. I like I like some current stuff. Uh, broken social scene. Yeah, my favorites. Yeah, uh, I mean that 2005 lineup: uh, Kevin Drew, of course, uh, Brandon Canning, uh, Justin Peroff, Andrew Whiteman, uh, Charles Spearin, uh, Julie Penner, Leslie Feist, of course, um, Dave Hodge, Lisa Lobsinger, uh-huh. and uh, John, John John Crossingham. Oh, okay, okay, John John Crossingham is in that lineup. Of course, okay. yes, yeah, yeah. Was, he was in the back for a lot of that stuff. Sure, I was one a lot of those shows. Yeah. He was obscured. Yeah. You really do yeah, seem but, to know the names of a lot of these people. I, I, I you know, if I like something, I want to get way into it. You know, uh-huh. like, like I got, I got way into my all-time favorite band. Your all-time favorite band? Yeah, my please. all-time favorite band. Um, please do not say Polyphonic Spree. The Polyphonic Spree. Oh. Yeah. And so now, yeah. 
Excuse me? I was just saying that I'm sure I'm going to ask you. Um, uh-huh. For the sake of, uh, I, I, can you not name everyone in the band? Uh, I, absolutely, I will not name. I will not name everyone in the band. Good, thank you. But, but I, but I will name, uh, you know, of course, Timmy D, uh, Mark Pirro, uh, Jessica Jordan, uh, Jenny Kirtland, Kristen Harden, uh, who else? Elizabeth Evans, Julie Doyle, um, Natalie Young. Uh, drummer, 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 drummer. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Um, don't even give me a hint, okay? I can't, I couldn't, if I, if I had a gun to my head, I couldn't give you a hint. Alright, well don't. Uh, the first name's Jason. Jason, Jason, Jason. Same name as a famous actor. Uh, J- uh, Jason Garner, that's it, yes. Uh, who else? Bach Norwood, of course. Uh, Rachel Wolf. Alan Hallis. Uh, Buffy Jacobs. Evan Weiss, Paul DeMere. He was the second trombone player. Don't tell me. He also played synth. I don't, I don't <laughs> no, know. No, no hints, no hints, no hints. Mike St. Clair. Uh, Heather Test. Uh, Sean Redman. Kelly Test. Um, Victoria Ar- Arellano. Uh, Nick Earl. Darren Hybe. Um, yeah. See, I, I I didn't I didn't say Ryan Fitzgerald. <laughs> oh, okay. So that so that's yes, I did. You named you named all but one, but and then you just I, named them. So I had to. I had to. I'm the completest. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well. Yeah. Those, so you you seem to really like the bands that have a lot of members in them. I do. Oh my God. Well, I, I love a full sound. You know, I love a full sound. Oh no. Ooh, oh. Hey, um, I just got a uh, call that a flagrant uh, 1078 is in progress over at the CD submarine. What is a 1078? That's an exsanguination. Oh, okay. A flagrant exsanguination. Yes, yeah. It's like, you know how sometimes you'll hear about a crime and it's it's uh, with special special circumstances? Yes, yes. That's what flagrance is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, listen, um, I will keep you posted as as I gather info on, on your case and if there's any, any progress, okay? Thank you. Thank you, Detective. Okay, it was good to talk to you. You, um, you, you have a good night. You too. Good night. Thank you. Okay. Take yeah. care. You, uh, you as well. Thanks for calling. All right. Good night. Good night. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Oh, okay. Good night. I think he hung up. Did he hang up? Hello? He did hang up, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, hope I get my tapes back. Oh, Mike, how you doing, Mike? You ordered some pizza. You, it came already. What pizza did you get? Regular pie. Cause you you like the. Studio likes the fancy pizza. You like the garbage. 
and Pat likes both. So is this one kind of in the middle of the pack? Yeah, okay. It's a basic pie. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, this is Dan in Oklahoma City. Dan in Oklahoma City. What's up, Dan? Well, I've got a nomination for the weirdos list. What do you got? How? Lori Anderson. How weird is she? Let's think this through. Come. Make the case, make the case for me, Dan. I mean, she's obviously talented and obviously, uh, interesting. I'm not questioning any of that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, I think that I've, I, I wouldn't say I'm an expert in her. You know, all I'm doing is, is my impressions, just, just watching her as a kid and, and, and going, wow, this is, this is one weird lady. Okay. So that's the impression that you get, huh? Yep. I'm sure you know a whole lot more about it than I do. What about Dickie, Dickie, uh, Barrett from, uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones? Should he make the list? <laughs> right? Of the top 50 weirdos of all time? Yeah. Have you never yeah, been to yeah. the like of old Yeah, put him on twice. Who's the best person from Oklahoma City? Who's the best musical act from Oklahoma City? Mm, not a Wayne Coyne fan. Uh, so I'll go with Skating Polly. Who now? What? Skating Polly. Uh, kind of, uh, uh, started off as, 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 as a kid punk act, but they've kind of grown up and come into their own. Alright. Okay. Skating Polly. Yep. How'd you like that uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, huh? They did you proud. <sighs> Now I've got to be careful not to say we, because I know you don't like that. Yeah, because you're um, not on the team. You're not on, you don't play well, for them. No, I don't. It's like I when don't. these people are like, you know, uh, the, the, we, we, uh, we really, we tied it back up in the thing. We? You're in the stands eating a, 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 a pretzel covered in, uh, covered in, uh, Cinnamon and, and, uh, you know, dipping sticks or whatever, you know, you look with the, you know what I mean? You're not on team. I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I'm kind of under the impression that I want Russell to do what's best for Russell. Um, and, you know, he, I, I don't see him getting a ring here and I think he's got to do what he's got to do. You know what I think they got to do is yank that team out of Oklahoma City. Pull, pull them up, and bring them back to Seattle. Well, I think you guys um, had you had your shot. No, you guys had your you're, shot. You're not, the, you're not the first one to say that. You know, we 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 bought them when uh, natural gas was riding high. Yeah, they're lean now. Yeah, yeah. And you know who that you know who they should add to the team is Dickie Barrett from uh, <laughs> from Mighty Mighty Boss Tones should be the starting point guard for the Oklahoma City well, Thunder. Well, that's the impression that I get. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Best show, hi. Hi, uh, this is Ryan from Lancaster, PA. What's up, Ryan? 
Uh, not much. How are you doing this evening? I'm all right. I'm all right. I I uh, I called. I have one for the list. I also had a bit of a weird accident I was in recently that I don't know if you want to talk about. Tell me about the weird accident first. I'm more interested in that right now. <laughs> all right. So uh, it's the most Lancaster accident you could be in. I uh, you got what? Do you got run over by a a, a buggy? <laughs> I I actually ran in my drove into a stray horse. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. All things considered, I'm uh, not as bad as I could have been, but uh, I uh, I blacked out, so I don't remember the accident. But from what I've been told, I yeah, there was just a it was one in the morning and just a stray horse running down a fairly busy street. I ran into its back legs and it fell on top of my car. Oh no, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, there was an ambulance right nearby, but uh, uh, so I was came out of it considerably well. But it was a pretty pretty weird circumstance. What happened to the horse? Uh, it did not make it. Were you at the, fault, the, or the horse just literally jumped out of nowhere? I. I don't. I'm not sure because I blacked out. So from from what I can, it was from about 20 minutes away. It was like running away, I guess, from the farm. So you're just driving along. Yeah. What are you driving? Well, what kind of wheels you got at that point? Uh, Honda Civic. So you're driving your Honda Civic through Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and yep, suddenly, what do you see in front of you? you? You don't even remember seeing a horse jump out. Nope, I don't remember a thing. You just woke up. I remember driving, turning onto the street, and then waking up in an ambulance. Okay. Yeah. But the, uh, the really Lancaster thing about it, too, was, uh, you know, this is obviously the fault of whoever the owner of that horse is. It's a, it's but, this is a uh, yeah, this is a you don't know how you're going to find that out. I'm telling you. An hour later, point. the cop is cleaning up the, the accident. Yeah. And an Amish guy comes up in a scooter, yeah, just just pedaling a scooter up, yeah. and he's like, "That's my horse." So, so he identified himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that stinks. I'm sorry. I'm glad you're okay. I'm sorry about the horse. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. I, uh, you know, I'm gonna be out of action for a little while, but I I found it funny. <laughs> What happened to you? To what happened to you? You got hurt. How hurt? How hurt did you get? I have a fractured ankle, and I have a, a couple pieces of my back broken. Oh no, that's terrible. So I'm yeah, I'm in a back brace for a few months. Jeepers, creepers! I'm sorry. Yeah, it gave it finally gave me time to call the best show though. So you know, there you go. Look, that then that made it all worthwhile, money. huh? That made it all <laughs> worth it. Exactly. The accident where where a horse got. <laughs> Jumped out in front of your car and you you broke your back. Yeah, exactly. But you got to call the show. Yeah. So it's a coin flip for what? For, yes. Right. It's kind of equal parts. You yeah, know? yeah. You take the good with the bad. Yeah. No, exactly. I'm sorry that happened to you. That's terrible. Yeah, that's all right. It was just a freakiest accident. It also made me think of your whole deer situation. But yes, I don't have that. Uh, Visual flooding into my mind because I don't remember it. Oh no, I, I that was the creepiest thing I ever saw. A deer jumped out. I'm going. I'm going at least seventy five on the turnpike, driving home yeah. on election night. On election night, uh, two thousand sixteen. 
And yeah. then uh, that deer jumped out. I tell you, if that deer was at any other angle, I would be uh, I would be uh, 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 six feet under. I would have been six feet under that night. There's uh, yeah, same, same here for me. That was this ha- this accident happened about as good as it could have happened. Yeah, I got. I mean, I was lucky. I didn't even get hurt. I wa- I got out. Of, I walked away from the thing. Um, but I My looked God. at that thing, and I couldn't. I couldn't figure out how I survived it. Yeah. But I'm here. Well, we're all thankful for that. Hey, we're still alive. Right? Yep. Right? Bring, bring. Great Eddie Better. Is there something wrong you said? I think there is. Y'all still alive, you said. Yeah, oh, oh, I'm still alive. Yeah, all right, you, you ruined it. Sorry. So, now, what do you sorry. got for? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What do you got for? Um, the, what do you got for the topic? I was surprised it wasn't said yet, but uh, Joey Ramone. Yeah, see, that's the kind of weirdo. I think Dee Dee Ramone's on the list, though. Is he on? Dee Dee Ramone. Rep- he's on. He's going to represent the Ramones on this list. All right. He beats Joey because he as, had his hip-hop As long as there's a Ramon there. He had his hip-hop <laughs> career. Remember yeah. Dee Dee King? Oh, I have it on vinyl, yeah. Funky man. Funky man. <laughs> All right, buddy. Some classic stuff. You get better. You get better. All right? All right. Thank you very much. Right, you take care. Bye. Best show, hi. Hi, this is Katrina in Nashville. Katrina? Yeah. In Nashville. Mm-hmm. What's going on in Nashville tonight, Katrina? Oh. So much is happening. So I need I need a little bit of your help. Um, I have two problems in Nashville right now. Let's see how we can um, figure this out. Yeah, thank what's, you. It would be greatly appreciated. What's wrong? Well, the first is uh, Kid Rock's Hullabaloo on Lower Broadway, to which I have the great misfortune of working directly across from. So wait, Kid Rock's Hullabaloo. What is that now? Okay, it's a mouthful, and I'm not going to disgrace your show by using any bad words, so I'm going to change one of them. It's a five-story establishment called Kid Rock's Big Butt, but it's not butt. You can say it. You can say it. Just say it. Okay. <laughs> it's Kid Rock's big-ass honky-tonk, like rock and rolls and steakhouse. It's, it's a mouthful, and I kind of lose track after the honky-tonk part. Yeah. Yes. But uh, five stories. All right. Five stories? Five stories. They, I can give you a, a brief walkthrough. So, so wait, is this open now? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's uh, been open since sometime late last year, I think. So in Nashville, there's a place called Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk. What is it? Yeah, like Steakhouse and Rock and Roll or vice versa, something. Like I said, I lose it after Honky Tonk. I just lose interest. Right? Oh, it's funny that you sing that, because that's blasted as an audible assault out of its windows, which are like floor-to-ceiling and open at all hours of the day. Cowboy here. I'm a cowboy, baby. Remember uh, that song? So, the, I mean, the level of self-aggrandizing cannot be overstated. So, Well, his name's in the title, so he's... <laughs> if that was the list of it, that'd be great. So you walk in, and there's like a 12-foot by 8-foot mural of just the back of him fist pumping to a sea of people. 
Okay. And then when you walk a little bit more inside, yeah, the first two floors are open. There is, again, a wave of cliche country music and bad kid rock covers raining down on you from, like, a two-story stage that you get vertigo just looking at. Uh, and then if your eyes move back into the middle of this first floor of the bar, you'll see uh, on one side to your right two massive, I mean, they're like 15 feet long, pump-action shotgun rifles facing each other. Uh, and the butts have his initials KR, and then the barrels are inscribed with Born Free. Uh, okay. Move along to the back wall, and there's a large shield that's talons and an eagle are holding up. Um, now, why, why, that, can, I, can I ask you why you were here? Why did you go to this place? Morbid curiosity, you know, because the, the girls are really sweet that work there. I mm-hmm. sling espressos to them every morning. I'm a barista, and they pop over, and they're delightful, even considering that their attire, a required uniform, is blinding neon spandex uh-huh. outfits with animal prints on them, because that makes sense, right? Um, yeah, and they're yeah. and they're and they're really sweet. But then the, the coup de gras—they just erected outside the neon sign very Giant recently. Statue of Josie, is it a giant tribute to Josie? <laughs> the late great. No. It's a guitar, and that's about where any of that nostalgia ends. And it says coming down the the neck of the guitar, it says. Kid Rock's big. Now they're not allowed to use the word. So now in the middle of the guitar, after Kid Rock's big, there's a donkey's behind. Just sure. so you know what they meant to put up there, but they yeah. weren't allowed to. Uh huh. Because it's outside. And then, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And the bottom of the guitar rounds out with a lady's butt. Uh huh. So, so it's uh, got a donkey's it, butt and a lady's butt. Both butts. Yeah. Okay. I mean. Yeah, neon baby Jesus, take the steering wheel. That's that's my one problem. But my larger problem is that this exists. <laughs> that will actually be overshadowed this weekend. I don't know what the city of Nashville did to upset the city planners. Yeah, why? Um, what do you have happening? Okay, well, you see, Powder, we have the NFL draft. Coming to Nashville. The NFL draft, the football draft, so where they draft all the college players to go whatever teams pick them is taking place in Nashville. Yeah, and sports, sports, sports. So that's okay. that, yeah. And that's, uh, I think they said like 250 to 300,000 people. Great. Yeah, but Saturday, um, they also decided, like, you know what would make that more fun? Let me tell you what would make that more fun. Let's add about twenty to 30,000 people. Yeah. And that will block off roads physically running around for the St. Jude's Music City Marathon. Okay. And then that wasn't enough. So then I'm like, but what if we also had a Jimmy Buffett concert at Bridgestone Arena? And then they're like, but maybe we could also have, like, that Michael Jackson hologram tribute thing happening over here. Hold on a second. So this, if you're in Nashville this week, you could see, number one, NFL draft. Number Mm -hmm. two, Jimmy Buffett in concert. Uh Number three, Michael Jackson hologram concert. Uh Uh-huh. And 
What else? If you're not too tired from running around. Oh, and a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a marathon. So, yeah, so how people are getting to all these things is kind of completely beyond me because the roads are all blocked off for the marathon. And it's all the roads that are how you get into downtown. <laughs> well, I think this sounds like Nashville is going to have a lot. You're going to have a lot of fun. I think <laughs> you should ride all around town on one of those pedal pedal bikes that are like those those bars that are on wheels that you oh man i forgot about the bachelorettes they're gonna be there too of course they'll be there. Yes. there's this great thing that happens in in nashville it happens in a lot of cities but nashville is is you see it everywhere it's these they're like what are they probably hold about 20 people and and you get on them and you pedal yeah, and but yeah, there's yeah. but you're all you're all in it's like a it's a picture like a rectangular uh trailer that everybody's sitting has their seats all around it that you're sitting facing the center and in the center it's a bar and they're serving you drinks while you pedal right is that what they you are? can also scream some Britney Spears at the top of your lung or like whatever other like pop music they're playing and you're riding all around Nashville, getting hammered, <laughs> pedaling your pedaling your way through town. Well, if you're smart, you're not pedaling. I mean, they're not going to be checking seats. I also don't <laughs> think you. I don't think anybody has to pedal on that thing. It's not like it's going to roll backwards if you stop pedaling. There's got to be some motorized thing on it, right? Yeah, but you know what? In true Nashville style, and those are those are spectacular, um, and there are so many of them on the roads. But we have now also. We've got the the redneck um, cutoff top camouflage bus tours. We have the the buses that are also topless that have stripper poles on them. Um, we have the mobile uh, mobile uh, hot tub party bus that oh. is a big encased like hitch trailer that's all plexiglass so you can see the revelers inside in the hot tub in a little sitting area. Well, things are really, really, really doing great there. Really popping in in Nashville, huh? <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, what happened? What happened to your city? I don't know. I don't know. And I don't. And we. And it's it's really you know fair warning to anyone that hears this. It, it's going to be a a people apocalypse. Um, I mean, they have they have poop villages that are guarded by sheriffs right now. Just like portajons that are taking up entire parking lots that are usually now the, the way overpriced parking lots downtown. They've been taken mm-hmm. over by portajons, um, and we don't have enough like food and beverage for everybody right. because ESPN and CNN and all those other networks like they've leased out a bunch of the buildings downtown on Lower Broadway uh-huh. privately for broadcasting. So all those people will have like a third less of the establishment to dine, eat and occupy at. Okay, now imagine this. You're in Nashville, you're and you work where? You work at a bar? No, I'm a barista. I work at a cafe. Oh, uh, sorry, a ca- a cafe. That's right. You're a, you you uh you're 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 doing coffee. So imagine this. You're going to work. Suddenly you realize that something happened and all the people at the NFL draft have been turned like a chemical spill happens, God forbid. And they're all turned into they're all turned into like some form of zombie. You know what I mean? Like they're all Oh, I'm prepared for that. Yeah. But just imagine this. 
all these people in football jerseys stomping around Nashville, attacking people. You're running, you're running for your life. And the only place you can go is into Kid no. Rock's, Kid Rock's big ass. Come on. <laughs> it's the only safe place to go is Kid Rock's big ass, uh, jamboree. What was it called again? Uh, honky Tonk. Honky yeah, Honky Tonk. tonk. Steakhouse and, and bar and grill and like that. They're like, get in. Mm-hmm. Would you go in or would you just take your chances with the zombies? Is he there? Yes, he's there. <laughs> he goes, get so in. I, Come on. Is, is there a way to like make yourself deaf temporarily? <laughs> to make yourself what? Deaf that you're aware of without like causing bodily harm to myself. I mean, this is really good earplugs. I mean, I, I usually have them in my bag. What if you were a rant? I mean, like literally you're about to get chomped by a zombie, right? And Kid Rock is like, get in. If those are the only people left alive, I don't know if I want to be alive anymore. What do you do? Would you, but would you go in? Do you go in? You run in. <laughs> I've been you? in. I, I would go in. So you go in, he slams the door. <laughs> back behind and it's just you you look around it's you it's um it's kid rock and his crew right Oops. uncle crackers there <laughs> his band the twisted trucker band is there <laughs> they're all there and you're holed up and like the you see you look out you see the zombies are just destroying the city right and kid rock is like <laughs> Thank goodness we got enough steaks to last us. And he says to you, how do you like your steak? And he's being really nice. <laughs> and then he said, then you're, you're waiting for it to calm down. Then he brings out an acoustic guitar and he's like, I figured we could kill some time. I'll play. I'll play some of my, my tunes. Do you, do you say you'll take your chances out on the street before he does it? Before he I does a, for this. a private no. concert. He starts playing that song. He starts playing that song that he did the duet with Cheryl Crow. <laughs> no, that is the worst death. Or he starts playing that, that one where it's like, that one where it's like, Awesome, long. That one where it's like, bum, 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 like they took the the uh, Sweet Home Alabama thing and Werewolves of Life. Remember that one song? That sounds like a mashup of like a bunch of his songs. Yeah. And and they all are perpetually berating from those big open windows from a five story building on the corner at me every day. That's that's purgatory. I can't do that. You take your chance. You'd all of a sudden you'd be like, well, maybe if I. Stomp around as if I'm a zombie. They won't attack me. Also, Dude, that's a good idea. And they got steaks, and they're probably horrible. I would just rub them on me. That's true. Yeah, you just. <laughs> I'd go gaga and just strap like a bunch of them all over my there person you go. and wander out into the streets and take my chances. All right. Well, that's fair enough. Well, okay. So I should I should uh, try to um, woohoo girl it. Uh, that's that's their name, the Bachelorettes, and all their cuddle taverns and what have you. Mm-hmm. I should I should woohoo it and uh, and just suck it up this weekend. That's right. Yes, you'll make it. You're gonna have some fun. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm kind of part of the problem. I'm the one jacking up the hyperheads with and jocks 
passing in. So. Oh, look, you go over, you get some Goo Goo Clusters, right? You go get yourself some Goo Goo Clusters, and then you... They run across the street, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right from the Johnny Cash Museum, right? Mm-hmm. Is that where you work, Johnny Cash Museum? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. You work at the cafe and the Johnny Cash Museum. That is correct. Yeah, yeah I've been there. Yeah, but there's probably a good cup of coffee. They got really great coffee. You're a part of the problem. That's not like a natural thing. It's a Johnny Cash coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that part, but I mean, like, as, as all these masses will come bombarding in, that's what we're doing. We're just sending them back out more jacked out than they came in. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they're stomping around with their with their brand new cowboy boots on and their cowboy hats. Yeah. All right. Well, this sounds this sounds like fun. You you have a grand evening. I will keep it. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm all right. Who's this? This is Ed from Boston. Ed from Boston. What's up in Boston, Ed? Uh, not a whole lot. I had a long day working, and now I'm listening to the best show. All right. I wasn't nuts about that uh, that that ramp up there. I'm, but, so, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So why 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 are you calling, Ed? Well, what do you what do you want to say? Uh, I got I got three. All right, I got a bunch for the topic, and and then you're talking about work, right? People, what people do for money. We're talking about whatever. You give me some stuff. Oh, okay. Topic. Give me some. I mean, and I also uh, a, a way I got you. By the way, the show is. I love the show. Thank you, sweetheart. It's, it's great. I hope you're doing good. Uh, Thank you. I, uh, I, I, one of the I got to was through like Andy Kindler, Mark Maron, of course, and Andy Kindler. For weirdos? No, not for weirdos. This is not for weirdos. No, I, I just, so this is a way, I know Andy Kindler listens to the show, right? Yes. Yeah. So I, I've written a grateful dead joke for Andy Kindler. Okay. Let's hear it. Oh boy. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, when you used to, back in the day, you'd go to the Grateful Dead show, right? You'd be walking around down, like, Shakedown Street, right? And people would be like, doses. They'd be like, uh, hash on the grass. You know what I'm talking about? Uh huh. And then, and now you, you know, you go to the Grateful Dead show now, you know, John Mayer, you go in there, and people, you're walking around, people are like, Oh, my prazzle. Okay, that's it. That's my Andy Kimmer. Oh, that's a good joke. <laughs> he, can ha- he can have that one? <laughs> yes, thank you, Tom. Andy, this guy just wrote a joke for you. Oh, no. <laughs> I have some weirdos, though, actually, if you want some weirdos. All right, let's hear. What do you got? I, I got a bunch of them. <laughs> What about Joni Mitchell's pretty weird? Yeah, but she's not weird weird. She's no, but, well, yeah, it's sad. You're right. It's sad weird. Orson Welles? Um, no, no. As for fake? No, it's, it's not that weird. Okay, Ian Spinonius? Somebody said him already. No. All right, Bez? No, definitely not. He, I already Wendy Carlos? Last week. Wendy Carl, no, she, it's a, she's an artist. She's not, she's not weird. She's cool. Well, I struck down. I mean, yeah. it's like five strikes in a row. There you go. Yeah, you blew it. You <laughs> blew it. Oh no. Look, you tried and you failed. 
Yeah, I gave you, you more, do that. I gave you more shots than most people, and you didn't <laughs> deliver on any of it. And then you, but you did write a joke for Andy Kindler. That, yes, there you go. Lipitor. Uh, yeah. So the joke is basically: Did you ever go? You go to the like if he was telling you, be like, you go to the Grateful Dead show and you're walking around, and then then they're, they're saying, they're saying, hey, who needs some hash? Who it's wants like, some? Who needs, well, who needs not, some acid? It's like it's like the Sesame Street thing. So they're just like, oh, so they're saying it quietly. They're just like, right. who hash, hash, who needs hash? Right. Who needs hash? Exactly. And then, who wants to buy a lead A? And then, but then you go, now you go to the show and they're just like, they're like, who needs Lipitor? Who needs <laughs> exactly. Okay. Right. Well, there you go. Why don't you do the, why don't you do that joke yourself? Uh, I don't, 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 I Take, I think you take it to the stage. You take that joke to the stage. All right. Well, I, I am a KJ, so there you go. You're a what? I know. It's a, it's a dumb name for a, a, a host karaoke. That's why I can't listen on Tuesdays. I, I mean, oh, my God. Wait, wait. Like, what What are you? I know. Ugh. KJ. What's that? I'm not a DJ, Tom. I'm a karaoke DJ. You're a junkie. karaoke DJ. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. I'm not judging yeah. you. That's fine. Do people tip you when they do the thing, right? They tip. They, um, we, sometimes. It's like, it's, I don't want people to tip to think that they can get further up in line, you know? Of course, but they, but they will. You'll move them <laughs> up. You'll move them well, up. Why wouldn't no. you move them up? If I no. walked up to you, if I'm at a karaoke place and I walk mm-hmm. up and I hand you $5. Five? You would, Come you, on, look, uh, look up. Get it up there. You mean five to put a name on a list? But sometimes it's really crowded. We're called the People's Karaoke, too, so it's like, you know what I mean? So what do you yeah, want, like 20? Yeah, it depends on how busy it is. So if I walk into your place, uh-huh. People's Karaoke, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, look, I'd really like to get up there and sing uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart. <laughs> and then funny. you're like, you're like, ah, pretty busy tonight, and I'm like, well, would this uh, get me up the? Would this get me on on the uh, on the mic sooner? And I slap twenty bucks down. Well, if you slap it down, then it's like everybody's seen that. They should know that, though. Nine. Oh, how do you think I, the world but I works? Get paid, I get paid anyway. Like I'm not. Get, I don't live on tips. You know what I mean. And the bartenders need tips too. So then you give the bar. You throw. Then you give them half. I know. Cheapskate. We're not. We're not good about it. You know, you're 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 a cheapskate. You got long arms. You got uh, long, uh, short arms and deep pockets. You're a tightwad. How'd you get so cheap? How'd you get so cheap? Tell me. What's well, the moment? I, just want, I, I don't want anybody to feel like they didn't. You know, because it's not about being the best thing and having the most money. Tom. No, of course you know? it's not. No, but it's also about it's a it's a but 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 it is though. But it is. <laughs> hundred dollars. A hundred. No, I'll, I'll buy your. I'll go buy a karaoke machine and put yes. it out on the street for a hundred dollars. <laughs> right outside the place. A hundred dollars. How dare you? First of all, I go in that place. You're lucky to have me on your stage. Well, you, Tom, you, you, you are a tip, right? What's that? Uh, well, you're a t- you, 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 for you. Oh, you oh. So I go. So if I go in the place, <laughs> you'd let me jump the line. Right, I, I do like just like when uh, Andrew Dice Clay was on. I just like be like, no, no, all it, um, just favors. Here we go. 
So you'd let me jump the line. So then, so that you are a crook. You are crook. Uh, it's I just know. a matter of, it's a matter uh, of you what, what, uh, I knew I was getting what, the Sharpling corner. It's a matter of what, how you're crooked is always. We just had to figure out that you're, uh, we're just, weren't sure how you were crooked yet. Now we know. <laughs> so you're, you're into, you're, in, you're, you're into the mid to low level, uh, uh, radio personality comes in something you're like oh let me put you ahead you jumped the line <laughs> right something well, like, where, where's the integrity where the integrity goes? i know i did i just lost all integrity i i, I you broke me down oh, i gotta you know i gotta step it up but yeah i should what's, get tips you're right now i'm gonna bring this to my boss and be what, like hey what's I, the most should... popular so what song gets gets uh gets done more than anything bohemian rhapsody oh, d- Oh, well, wait, well, yeah, it, it's certain songs that are never going away. Never, ever going away. Like what? Uh, do you want to guess? But, but you, you know what I guess, I bet you I can guess. Let me see if I can guess some of the most popular songs you do. I'm you can say, guess some. I, I don't know if you'll guess the most popular. I'm going to say Bohemian Rhapsody. It's, yes, of course, popular. Um, Not most. Let's see. what uh, uh, People probably do uh, All My Life. Oh my life! Oh, by the Foo Fighters? No, by Casey and JoJo. Oh, no, no. Oh. What do they do? Nothing compares to you. Is that a big one? That happens, but not not so popular. All right, all right. Give me a hint. Sweet child of uh, mine. Welcome to the jungle is a popular one. No, no, not that popular. This is Boston. It's in Cambridge, actually. So you know. Yeah. So, oh, so what? What? What are you doing? A, a, a Rod McEwen poem? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what. That's what's happening. I went to this awful karaoke. What? What's a? What's a? What's a big one? Give me a hint. Give me a hint. Uh, well, I'll give you a big one, but this is not the biggest one. A big, a big one. You ought to know. Alanis Morissette. How about that? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Some people do that all the time. Okay. So the hint for the big one, I guess, because this song is going to be out. It's, the human race is going to be almost extinct in this song. It's going to be going. Uh, uh, they're from Florida. Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. Nope. They're from from Florida. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, Limp Biscuit. Tom Petty. No. No, you gotta think. They're, how about, I'll be, they were formed in Florida. I don't know who. Can you just help me? You are my fire. Okay, yeah, there you go. My, yeah, yeah. yeah, I want it that way. That makes sense. Every, I can I have to listen to that song. I can't, it's, I shut it off now. That's a good song. Is it? Yeah, it is. Okay. Okay. I mean, it, it must be. It has to be, right? Yeah, it is a good song. It's good because it's going to live, it will, it, the whole human race is going to be gone. And, and an alien culture is going to find a CD of that you thing. You must love the moment, though. If somebody if somebody <laughs> sticks that thing, you've got to enjoy that moment. When somebody's like, don't want to hear it, right? <laughs> yeah, the modulation, yeah. Like if somebody if somebody sticks that and you're running the karaoke thing, you've got to go like, all right, they got they they they're they're coming through on this one. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it when people have their moments. You got yeah, that's what it's about. It's about everybody having their moment and have their thing. 
Yeah. What's your What's your favorite song that somebody can that you've ever heard somebody doing karaoke? Oh, Anybody man. ever bring you to tears? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I kind of shut up. I've been doing that a long time. I'd bring now. you to tears if I went in there and I did one of my songs. I'd bring you to tears. Well, I I, I actually I, I we got I specifically got someone saved my life tonight because of the best show. Wait, you didn't have that. We yeah, I was surprised. But then I now I find it, I had just a little bit of searching. What do you run it? What do you run in there? What do you what do you got the what do you laptop? Got, what do you we got? no, we we do it right. We I set up a whole PA. I do all this stuff. Yeah, you 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 actually had to go make a special request to go get an a huge Elton John song in the rotation. It was not a special request. I just had to look on a different hard drive. Okay. But we didn't, you know, we didn't have it at that time. It, 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 yes, it's not it wasn't a hard song to find. I'm telling you, I go in your place. I go in this dump you you're working at. No offense, it's a, it sounds like a real dump. Um, <laughs> I go in this place, and I do one of my numbers. I tell you, I'll have you. You'll be crying. You'll be crying in your. Uh, you'll be crying into your sleeve. I start doing one of my songs. Yeah. A, a young uh, a kid, they were having a party at the place I do on Fridays, and a kid came up and did Shallow. We just got Shallow. Okay. And a, a, a little kid came up and did it uh, with her mom helping her, and that was pretty awesome. Okay. I got to say. Everybody cheered for her. She was like, she was very excited. That's a good one. Yeah. What else? Yeah. What else? So if I went in there and I started doing... I'd go in there. You know what I would go? I would do, uh, I would do, uh, do, uh, 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 Superstar by, uh, by the Carpenters. You have that one? Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. The Sonic Youth version or the? No, I do the, the Carpenters version. <laughs> Not going in and being ironic. Long yeah. ago, right? Right. And oh so far away, I fell in love with you before the second show. Right? You wouldn't be able to handle that. I start singing that. I'm getting weepy. It sounds so sweet and clear, but you're not really here. It's just the radio. You'd be weeping. I'd have you weeping. Uh, yeah. I might be. And then you know what? I'll bring Mike by. AP Mike, you should see him at karaoke. He did. Well, he, uh, we have this horrible uh, Grateful Dead uh, Casey Jones song. He's not doing that. Okay, fine. This guy knows his karaoke. He goes in, he does Streets of Philadelphia, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, my gosh. It's the most depressing thing I ever saw in my life. <laughs> he was doing this song. Everyone was embarrassed how depressing it was. Everybody's trying not to make eye contact. Cause he's singing it and it's the, it's the, it's, it was bleak. It was bleak. Yeah. Yep. He had to do it. He had to do it though. Staring people right in the eye. Oh yeah. No, he's a creep. <laughs> he's a creep, right? Oh, of course. That's it's a big gunk. one. That's a big one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for some reason, our karaoke, well, there's a bunch of versions, but the version we always do for, whatever we put up there says, instead of saying, I'm a weirdo, it says, I'm a widow. Yeah. 
you're running a. This is a. This I is know. A, you see, you got me. I'm, oh, how did I do this? This is a fly this is bad business. It's a dump. It's a dump. Your your uh, place sounds like a. The place right. sounds like a one star dump. <laughs> you should not be, eat the food. You should just be. Yeah. What's the food like there? Uh, it's the home of the double cheeseburger. What? What's that now? It's the home of the double cheeseburger. The home of the double cheeseburger. <laughs> You, yeah, you, know what else, it. you know where else is the home of the double cheeseburger? Um, oh no, Wendy's. They call that. I'm not. I'm not doing karaoke at Wendy's. I can assure you. That. Yeah. All right. Get off my phone. You're driving me nuts. This guy. It's windbag. Best show. Hi. Hello, Tom. Hi. Oh. Oh. I think I know who this is. Uh, to whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Jason in Huntsville, Alabama. Well, first of all, Jason, let me just say to you, I'm so happy to hear that uh, your leader, uh, Coach Coach Nick Saban, yeah. has uh, recovered from his knee surgery. Back at work. He's back at work. One, two, a couple days later, he's back in the office wondering which children he can get to work <laughs> for him for free. As he, he's a, cause look, this guy's from Huntsville, Alabama. And Huntsville, that's the kind of place, this is the kind of place they, don't they love down there? They love their, they love their college football. It's what they, they live for down there. College football. So they got this guy, coach, coach Nick Saban. He coaches the, the, the Alabama, the, Alabama team, and he he coach he's like a he's like a a, a demigod he's like Loki he's like he's not he's, he's not Odin no he might be like Odin actually right he's like a two odd Odin yes he does not have a patch not yet so not yet yeah well we can we can we can hope um, but he never right yeah so he's down there. This guy. And he, um, I, I was listening on the radio, like, Coach Saban is back at work. We had to, like, what? Who cares? I, I mean, good for him, I guess. Like, like, so he, we, he got a the car dropped him off right in front of his office. <laughs> like, oh, he's back at work? Yeah, first we can pay $10 million a year. He should be back where he should have been operated on in his office <laughs> for the money this guy's getting paid. Yeah, so I was just, I thought of you, though. I thought of you. I'm just like. It, it, thank you. It'd, it'd be funny if he didn't have any vacation days. Like, look, we're going to give you $10 million. Yeah. But you don't have any vacation days. That's the trade-off. Now, this guy, do people see him around? Does he live in Alabama year-round? As far as I know, okay. He's down in he's down in Tuscaloosa. That, that all happens down in Tuscaloosa. Okay, all right. That's, that's down in the middle middle part of the state. I'm up here almost in Tennessee. Yeah, you're 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 right on the on the borderline there. I can make a run if I need to. Yeah. Although, yeah, I would like to offer sanctuary to the people of Nashville for the weekend here in Huntsville from your from this. Um, from whatever it is, that sounds like some kind of uh, dead end drive in purge situation. Yeah, it does sound like a, a scenario for a purge movie. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, it sounds bleak. Yeah. So what's going so on? Come down here. What's going on, my friend? I got I got some I got a weirdo for you. I had some sort of softball weirdos. All right. But I just decided I would just I would just take one I had a chance of failing on. Let's hear. Because that's hear more fun. What do you got? So I'm going to offer Rod Serling. Rod Serling, the mm-hmm. host of the Twilight Zone, the creator of the Twilight yes. Zone, and the host. And he wrote a bunch of them. And he wrote a bunch. He wrote uh. The one where uh, the, there's the the monsters, the one where it's like the neighborhood has monsters in it. What's that one called again? Uh, the uh, something some street monsters on the monsters Maple on street something. or something. Yeah, yeah, Maple Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know Who's what? The real monsters, man. That one would exactly. Who are the real monsters? Maybe we're yeah. the real monsters. Wrap your head around that, huh? <laughs> I think he's saying we're the monsters. So, what makes him weird, though? What's like well, a thing? I heard that he he so he did this he did this uh, I think Playhouse ninety like he did this uh, occurrence he did an adaptation of occurrence of Owl Creek Bridge that apparently was just knocked people's socks off. Okay, and he basically was offered he could do anything he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, I think CBS was going to give him like a blank check, like do what you want. Okay. And what he did was the Twilight Zone, and he puts himself like he he he's like even he's more intrusive than Alfred Hitchcock. He gets because I'm going to be like he would actually walk onto the set yeah. of the thing. Like Alfred Hitchcock at least was in like a his own space. Yeah, he had a fake office that he was in, or whatever yeah. that was. Like yeah, but like uh, Rod Serling like strolls into the living room where the you know where the robot is and like smoking a cigarette in these people's <laughs> house, you know. <laughs> Yeah. I think he just sounds like a, like a, uh, an egotist. I don't know if he's well, the weirdest. But to me, like, if you get the chance to do anything. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to do this. And he also was like a boxer, I think. And he did that for, well, he did it forever. Like, he just, I don't know. Like, it's your list. Yeah. No, it's our list. It's all of us. Oh, okay. It's the people's list. It's the people's Sorry. list. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I mean that that was my because to me the, the the thing is is like I don't know what I would do if somebody just said hey, you make whatever kind of TV show you want to make, uh huh, and and that he did that, and I like the Twilight Zone a lot. I mean I watched it a bunch. If I got that I offer, like, if somebody said make whatever show you want, oh boy, yeah, you wouldn't want to see that. You wouldn't want to see the thing I came up with. <laughs> Have you thought about that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody wants. Are you ready? Nobody, nobody wants what I got, uh, Jason. Is they it, don't want what I got. Is that staying in the vault? You're not gonna. No, I'll, I'll pitch something right now. Okay. Let's see. What would I? What would I do? Uh, let's see. Uh, Stinkville, USA, would be a show idea, right? Say Stinkville. Stinkville, USA. Yeah. Okay. Do that. Um, uh. Uh. Do do a show based like a like uh where everyone at Harvard is uh kind of like trapped like they close the the campus mm-hmm. and they just make them fend for themselves right kind of like but they're filmed there's cameras everywhere so they're just like you see what they're made of 
So right? it's a reality show? Kind of, yeah, exactly. Like a reality show just of watching Harvard people basically turn into cannibals would be the point. <laughs> to watch like the Stanford prison experience. It would be like that. It would be called the Harvard. It would be called, uh, be called, oh no. Oh no. Whittle witch kid. Whittle witch kids walked in the school. That's what the show would literally be called. Oh no. Whittle witch kid is walked in the school. <laughs> Told you, this is why they don't offer me shows. They're going to eat those rowers first, because they're... Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I'll just do a show called Harvard versus Yale, where they have to fight each other to the death. <laughs> right? And it's just a battle, like, literally, to the death. Mm-hmm. The- where are you going to stage it? On a, on a, on an aircraft carrier. <laughs> in international waters. Yeah, you'd, you'd have to. Yeah, oh no, this is, this is, this is the most illegal thing imaginable, what I'm yeah. proposing. Th- this would be like on the black web version of Hulu. <laughs> yes, exactly. The dark, dark web Hulu. It's some evil Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Evil Julian Julian Assange's version of Hulu. Yes, he would. He would. He would be the host of the Twilight Zone on <laughs> on on Hulu's Twilight Zone. Where is that new Twilight Zone available? What is that on CBS All Access? Yeah, it's on that weird CBS app, which is why I haven't seen it. I can't pay for that. I can't pay for everything. That's the thing I want you to pay. I mean, look, I understand things cost money. Yeah, of course. people need to get paid. I love on demand. I love it. But I can't pay. I can't pay everybody yeah. all the time for everything. Oh, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. You're you're already so busy sending those monthly checks to Coach Saban. Those th- those well, gra- those gratitude checks. You're so busy. You're tithing to Coach Saban. <laughs> literally ten percent. You just you just volunteer ten percent of your earnings yeah. to a football well, they coach. A, they send a truck by. <laughs> yeah. So they're just like. Hey, you got your, uh, you got your money for coach. You got your tithing for coach. Because sometimes it can be, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Sometimes they can be. It can be livestock. It can be livestock sometimes. Uh You You just give them what you can, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or a hard day's work, right? You can. (laughs) Coach will put you to work washing his motorcycle. Mm hmm. Washing his sweater collection. Gatorade, washing Gatorade stains out. Yeah, washing Gatorade stains out of his out of his uh, as his football white, sweaters. His white sweaters. He loves his sweaters. He loves them so. Mm-hmm. Oh, coach. All right. And he, so Rod Serling. Anybody else for the? I'm not putting him on the list. I'm so okay, sorry. Okay. Okay. Is I mean, well, I got a couple more. Like, so David Byrne has to be on the list already, right? Who's that? David Byrne. No, I'm not putting him on a list. He seems oh, okay. like he sees he's performative. Like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. There's a performative okay. quality to. I don't. Right, I, okay. I want people who are who do not have. They don't a, know what they're doing. Okay. Or or yeah, exactly. They're just they're just do like David Byrne is is obviously a talented guy, but he's mm-hmm. also in control of his thing. Right. That's all. Um. So what what about like a Wallace Shawn? Yeah, Wallace Shawn's a kind of weirdo that uh. 
I'm going to say that Timothy Carey covers him, though. I'm going to say that okay. that gets us the Wallace Shawn type person. Okay. Well, I'm 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 going to have to fold. All right. Look, it happens. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. That's right. The words of you can say it. The the, the gambler Kenneth Rogers. Rogers. Sir Kenneth Rogers. Sir Kenneth Rogers. He's American royalty. Sir Kenneth Rogers. You gotta know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. That guy. I don't know. I don't know. Is that guy good? Is he good or is he just there? You know what I mean? Sometimes these people like that, they're just there. He endured. And you just, yeah, you just accept it because he didn't go away. Mm -hmm. Like Lenny Kravitz. Is like he great? No, he just he's just just didn't leave. The Red Hot Chili Peppers are now considered one of the best <laughs> bands ever, just because they didn't leave. It's, it's troubling. Look, who am I to talk? I'm still here. The only reason people think I'm anything is I just won't split. Jason, I want to read you something. Here's yeah, an article. Please. Little Steven transcends time and space, appears in hologram form in New Jersey Hall of Fame project. Via a New Jersey Hall of Fame project announced in late 2017, inductees speak to people at Newark Liberty International Airport in hologram form. It was announced today that inductee Steven Van Zant would be one of the featured holograms. So you're, you're, you're at Newark Airport and there's a little Stephen hologram blabbing to you about who knows what. Is there, is there any clips of this actual hologram doing this thing? I mean, what is he doing on this hologram? Just like, hey everybody, I want to tell you about, uh, the disciples of soul, our new, uh, we got a new box set coming out. It's very exciting. And, uh, season three of Lilyhammer is on Blu-ray now, and it's, uh, available. And I will be appearing at the Asbury Park Convention Center, performing. You can talk all about his, uh, his, his, his babushkas that he wears. But right? They probably had to, it probably took a while to get the physics right on the, on the bandana. I would love it if he would cover the Kate Bush song, Babushka. Right? If little Steven did Babushka. That'd be pretty sweet, huh? You like that, Mike? Alright, thank you, Jason. Alright, you have your night. You have a grand night. Bye. She made a test of husband. She knew exactly what to do. She knew exactly what to do. She couldn't have made a worst move. Kate Bush is back. Her new duet album with Little Steven. Like people are finally excited. Kate Bush is back. Oh, she's got a new album coming out. Yeah, it's a duet album. She's re-recording her hits with Little Steven. Singing them. What? 
Really? That sounds strange. You'll be running up that road. You'll be running up that hill. You'll be running up... Right? smearing that over her music. Her music's too pure. It's too nice. She's a weirdo. Put Kate Bush on the list. Very high. 13, Kate Bush. Best show, hi. Uh, hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Zach. Zach, where are you calling from, Zach? I'm calling from Chicago. From Chicago. What's up in Chicago? Uh, not much. I just, uh, watch the Cubs, uh, pull another one out. Say that now? Just, uh, watch the Cubs finish up. You're watching the cut. what? What? They just, uh, they, they just pulled one out against the Dodgers. Oh, okay. So, uh, Alright. Okay. Good night. Good night here. That's great. That's great. Um, so, yeah, I was calling uh add one to the topic. I had a few things, actually. What do you got? All right. Well, first of all, um, you know, I checked Twitter and uh, saw this logo that, um, you know, I realized is familiar to me. I just, you know, added uh, the Kinks album. Uh, I guess it's Lola versus Power Man. I haven't listened to it yet, but yeah, I just added that to my Apple Music today, so I thought it was a strange coincidence. There you go. It happens. And uh, that was, uh, Bob, uh, did a nice, uh, rendition of, uh, uh, me and, uh, John Worcester, uh, on that cover, on his, his interpretation of it. <sighs> yeah, so. That was the first thing. The second thing was, uh, you know, about the weirdos. I had a couple for the topic. All right, what do you got? Yeah, well, they're both kind of mainstream. The first one is uh, J.D. Salinger. No. <laughs> All right. Well, the second was uh, I just happened to be listening to the fall. So, uh, Marky Smith, I... I think you're probably going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to say no. I don't know if he's weird as much as he was just kind of like a singular, uh, a, a, right. a singular right. driven, I mean, uh, maniac with, uh, oh, probably should have been, uh, uh, if not jailed, uh, <laughs> then at least confined to, uh, some sort of a limited, uh, his, his, his movement should have been limited. Right? Like penned, he should have been. Yeah, I mean, I was just telling my coworker that actually, uh, we were talking about what we thought 
was the first punk song ever, and I was sort of like Helter Skelter, but then Sister Ray also, and then I was like, oh, but what year? And it was like the Kinks, the Kinks, 64. And it was like, but the Sonics, the Sonics were 65, and like, I think the Sonics was what I came to, but yeah, he was talking about, or I was talking about Gigi Allen, you know. Okay. He had never heard of Gigi Allen. I'm like, he actually went to jail. Like, we're talking about, like, dangerous uh, personalities or whatever. Yeah. You knew who did the first punk song ever, Benny Bell. What? Is that in, like, the 50s or something, or? No. Earlier. 40s? Earlier. <laughs> 20s? Yeah. You hear that? I was saying maybe Chuck Berry had a. You can make that argument. It may hurt your feelings a bit. Last night when I well, walked I'm... into my bathroom, I stepped in a big pile of shaving cream. Yeah, there you go. Be nice and clean. Shaving cream. Shave every day and you'll always no, no. You don't know the song "Shaving Cream" by who? By Benny Bell. No, no, I haven't heard it. That's the most punk song. It's probably still the most punk song. It's the first and most punk song ever. Yeah. Benny. What's Benny. punk about it? Uh, that it's, it, 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 uh, it's, uh, outrageous and it, uh, <laughs> it, uh, it, it flirts with obscenity. You've never heard the song Shaving Cream. No, I have this guy can't. I've never heard of Benny Bell before either. What do we do to make this guy hear it? I can't remember which knob. I'll, I'll listen to it right, you know, right when I get off the phone. No, you, you know, listen to it when I tell you to listen to it. Right can you hear this? Can you hear that? Yeah. Each time I say, darling, I love you, she tells me that I'm full of shaving cream. Be nice and clean. Shave every day and you'll always look keen. You can hear that, see? Yeah, yeah. Our baby fell out of the window. You think that her head would be split. That's punk. But good luck was with her that morning. Yeah, how come? She fell in a barrel of shaving cream. Be nice and clean. Shave every day and you'll always look Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah that punk. was pretty amazing. And he had a mohawk back then. Benny Bell did have a mohawk. Yeah, well, you definitely, uh, you learn something every day, you know. What else you got for me, buddy? Well, the only other thing is I just wanted to generally wax your car. I've been listening for, you know, uh, a little over a year um you know usually listen to the podcast version sometimes called but i mean Hold yeah, on. You, you wanted to uh, wax my collar car wax my car okay yeah why is that now i don't know i just wanted to say i really appreciate oh, what you oh, do okay. i feel oh. kind of like an a-hole because i haven't given the patreon and yeah well i, patreon, I feel like i need the to go to calendar but yeah I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, calendars. Uh, Who cares about that. these calendars? Are they finally gone? Four left. This, <laughs> this guy, AP Mike, 
made these calendars, these 2019 calendars. He's got four left. I'm telling you. I, I may have to, you know. If anybody goes, this is what I want to say. One of those four tomorrow, yeah. I'm asking the listeners right now. Please, please, let them eat these four calendars. <laughs> Do not go to apmike.bandcamp.com and get these last four off his hands. If, if, I, if I find out that he, if he comes in next week and he said, I sold the four calendars, I'm going to be so disappointed that people went to apmike.bandcamp.com and bought the final four calendars. <laughs> I want him to at least be stuck with, let him, let him just eat four calendars. If this thing is an unqualified sellout, because he reordered them. He had the nerve to reorder these calendars. Please, stick them with them. Do not go to apmike.bandcamp.com. Let them, let them rot. Go to the Patreon. Support the show. Patreon.com slash the best show. It's the only way the show keeps going. We don't do ads. We only do that. That's how you keep the show. Yeah, well, I'm, I'll do that, but I'm going to be conflicted about this now because I kind of want one of those calendars. Like, yeah, all right. whatever. Um, anyways, the other thing I wanted to just say is that uh, I'm going to see uh, f up this weekend. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, I, I saw this video of you doing uh, Precision Auto, yeah. and uh, I, would, I was going to ask if you had to do any f up song, what would, what would the song you'd most want to do? Uh, with them, um, it's kind of a tough question. I think probably do Year of the Ox. <laughs> Big one. Might as well go for it, right? I, I don't. I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know how it goes. That's it's one of the it's one of the long ones, like twenty minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks for the call. Thanks All right, for thank you. Thank you. Have guys waxing my car. Hey man, I don't want to wax your car, but I. All right, what do we got here? Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. What's this? Hold on. Shaving cream. Be nice and keen. Right? Wait, is this the hologram? No. Bob, Bob, who does the artwork, just sent a link to the hologram. This can't be. This has to be fake. Yeah, I mean, adversity is a constant in life. Um, uh, still, wait, hold on. This is. He didn't even rehearse this thing to become a hologram. He's winging it. You hear that? Uh, um, uh. I mean, adversity is a constant in life. Um, uh, we still, uh, you know, we still have it. You know, we, we um, everything I try to do. Did he know he was uh, being filmed have, for this? Uh, some kind of conflict for some, for whatever reason. Um, right now, we, you know, I started my radio show. Uh, nobody wanted it. They said, you know, you can't do all 60 years of rock and roll uh, in one place. You know, no one's going to listen to that. Oh, what is this? And, uh, imagine? and so, you know. A rambling hologram. A rambling, self-promoting hologram. Welcome to Newark Liberty Internet. Can we take the liberty out of the thing? 
If there's any, if there's anywhere where there's no liberty, it's Newark Airport. It's the most it's the most it's the most constricted place ever. There's no liberty there. Welcome to Newark Liberty Airport. You cannot bring that water in here that you just bought at that place 10 feet away. That took a year to get going. Now we're in 100 countries. Um, you know, my education thing we're doing now, the uh, teachrock.org. Um, teachrock.org. Yeah, if only rock had a, a, a presence in the culture. What is that? Teach rock. We're so worried rock music is going to go away. It's not going to go away. You just don't like sharing the thing with non-rock. They don't like sharing it with anything that's not their version of rock. Something that people felt, you know, it's too complicated to try and get into the education business. The education uh, business. We need. Yeah, the education. Maybe it shouldn't be a business. Try to get into the education business. Yeah. What is this, the Sopranos? He's going to try to get a little taste of the thing? To keep the arts, you know, and, and music in the DNA of our education system. Uh, so we do, you know, we, we created this, this, this music history curriculum that, um, is 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 very successful already, and uh, we've only gone public with it this year. Yeah, so you go to this thing, what they they drop off little Stephen albums. The goal is to get a, a copy of uh, my Disciples of Soul albums in every classroom in the United States. Every kid should have should have uh, a pencil, a notebook, and a copy of my first album. So, um, you know, you need to just uh, make sure as well as you can that you're doing the right thing, uh, uh, you know. And and then um, compare yourself to, make sure you keep the standards high. Don't compare yourself to what others are doing in the contemporary world necessarily in, in your field. Make sure you compare yourself to the best in history. Now, what has this guy done that's the best again? Can someone... Please remind me what what he did that wasn't play next to Bruce Springsteen that was in any way the best. He's he, if anything, his thing is inspirational because it's like a testament to just being all right and to kind of grinding it out when you're just like in the middle of the pack. He's going to talk about exceptionalism. He's just he's all right. That's the whole point of little Steven. Just like, yeah, he gets by. He's not really good at anything. He's not great at anything. He's all right at a bunch of stuff. That's what I find inspiring about this guy. Of your field. You know, you got to always compare yourself to the best. Not just the best right now. Because we are drowning in a, in a sea of mediocrity right now. <laughs> Uh, you need to go back maybe into the past and yeah, find whatever 60s. you're into. It's always the 60s, these guys. Find the best and and then compare yourself to that and learn. Can you imagine you're at the airport and this rambling hologram is t- ho- chewing your ear, bending your ear? Oh, my God. I'd hit delete. 
you see something, say something. If you see something stupid, say something. I'd report that hologram. And who are you bugging, Mike? I see Mike's bugging somebody on Twitter. Call in, trying to get people to call in. No, I like, you know what, Mike? I like this. Mike's got, Mike, uh, this is Mike. Mike's got the, the, the old fact. They, they, everybody, uh, we, we did a little thing where I tried to get everybody to, to get guests to call up, but where'd that go? Where'd that go, huh? Thank you, Mike. You get four points tonight. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. This is uh, Brandon calling from Parkton, Maryland. Hope you're having a good night. I'm doing good. What's up, Brandon? I had one for the uh, weirdos, and then I just had two quick things. What do you got? So uh, the first thing was I, I was a huge fan of the Low Times podcast that you did, and yes. I think it would be awesome to hear you guys. One of my favorite things that you did was the fantasy band drafts. That was a lot of and fun. And I think it would be really cool to do one of those on the show with Pat and Dudio and Mike, if that maybe, ever could be a maybe. thing to happen. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe it comes back. I don't know. That was a good segment. That was fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, the other thing was, you, a few years ago, you had mentioned ASMR, and then that threw me down a rabbit hole looking at things on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And there were two particular things I found that were like just kind of the strangest and funniest things that I saw that people had done. What's that? Um, one of them was that there was a girl who was reading the lyrics to the Pixies Doolittle album, which I thought was such a strange thing to whisper to people, especially like lyrics like Debaser. You hear somebody quietly whispering in your ear about slicing up eyeballs. Yeah, that one, I don't know if that would be one that would make me relax. Yeah, I I wouldn't think so either. Um, The other thing was two separate people did a thing where they read the entire script of B-Movie, the Jerry Seinfeld no, that's animated not, movie. that's not true at all. You're making that up. No, I, I swear. In fact, I just went on YouTube to double-check to make sure that it still was a thing that was up there. So there's an ASMR video of somebody doing B-Movie. Yeah, they, reading the script of B-Movie. I, 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 call, I call shenanigans on that one. <laughs> I, I just look at. There's literally actually two separate people that did. You're making. You're you're trying to zing me here. This is this is uh, you're 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 this is a comedy routine you're doing. I, I'm truly not. If you if you go on YouTube and hold look, on, it's, hold on. It, it's the first thing. If you look up ASMR B movie. ASMR B movie. I tell you, you better not be joking with this. What? How about that? Look at that. ASMR entire B movie script whispered ear to ear. Okay. It just seemed like the most random thing ever, like that somebody had, that more than one person had even thought of it, but that there was a demand. Or that the entire B-movie script was just out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold on. Let's see this. Bring the entire script to be movie year to year. According to all known laws of aviation, what? there is no way 
What? Its wings are too small to get its fat little body off the ground. What? The bee, of course. What? Speak up. Flies anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought you were listening speak to something. Speak up. No, I'm, I'm being funny. I'm saying as if I can't <laughs> You're, that's that's very uh, that's very interesting. I, I might watch that tonight, actually. <laughs> okay. And then um, my one for the weirdo. Hopefully, it's, I don't think it's a performative weirdo, but I, it's a. I'm curious what you think. Uh, David Thomas of Per Ubu. No, he's he's weirder. You're right. That's more of a weirdo weirdo. Let me let me let me think on that one. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. For, wait, how do I get it close? I got to get really close to do the ASMR. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Let's take some more calls. Hello, Pesho. Hello? You're on the Pesho. Oh, hey, what's up? What's up? What do you got? Who's this? Hey. <laughs> Hi, this is Dash and uh, Elizabeth. Dosh? Dash. Dash. Yeah. What's up, Dash? Hey, um, sorry, I've, uh, I, I've only just been able to tune in. Um, are you still doing the weirdos? Yeah, we're still talking about weirdos. What do you got, Dash? Well, ha- has, has David Lynch come up yet? He's on the list. He's on the list. Okay. Yeah, he's on. Well, this, okay, good. I'm super happy to hear that. Um, but it ties into, something else i was thinking of uh, i i just rewatched dune have you seen dune not since it, not since i was a little boy and it came out <laughs> all right not in forever yeah well it's something i'm fascinated by um despite the fact that i don't like it okay. and I, I was i was mainly curious the main reason i was uh, calling in was what's a movie that you don't really like, but you've watched a ton. That's a really good question. Huh. I think you might have just come up with next week's topic, my friend. Uh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Dash, you did it. You did it, Dash. <laughs> Thank you, Dash. It's the least I could do. Yeah. Thanks, Dash. Where are you? You're in Elizabeth, New Jersey? Yes, sir. Where are you, ha- where are you hanging out? We're hanging out at the, uh, the, the right Wawa on Route the, 1? Right now I'm in the parking lot of a 24-hour shop right, waiting to go in and grab something. All right. I love it. All right. Thanks, Dash. Yeah, have a good night, dude. You too. Bye. Good call. Good call. Write that down for next week, please, Mike. Best show, hi. Hi. Okay. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Claire from Minneapolis. Claire from Minneapolis. What's going on in Minneapolis, Claire? Not much. I went for a walk around the lake, and now I'm calling the best show. Welcome. Thank you. I got one for each topic. What do you got? Let's hear it. Okay, so for the weirdo, how about Kate Bush? We just put her on the list. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't hear it. That's all right. No, no. That's good. It's validation. Exactly. Okay, and then I have something I would do for money. Only for money, I would stay in a haunted hotel. Okay, like a haunted hotel that was, that you know is like, like really old and creepy. Yeah, it's like confirmed. Like, yeah, like where people are like, it, oh no, there's ghosts in this place. 
Yeah, like, I've heard about it before. I know I'm going to see a ghost. When, and I like the ones that it's like there's a specific room that's even creepier, but I'm not doing that unless I'm getting paid, and it's got to be like $20 an hour, bare minimum. $20 an hour? That's a steal. You're yeah, going to get, you're gonna get even attacked by a ghost. That's true. I mean, I don't think anything bad is going to happen to me necessarily. It's not like a demon. It's just like I might see someone standing in the doorway. What would you do if you saw a ghost staring right in front of you? Well, if I'm getting paid, do I have to stay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I would cry. you cry. And I think I would just sit there. What if the ghost kept coming closer to you? Um, can I leave the room? You, suddenly you can't move. Your legs are frozen to the spot. I I don't know. I guess I didn't think that far ahead. I guess I just thought about the, the money ghost part. Is getting closer now. I I don't know. I don't know what closer. I'm doing. Here I think I ghost. think I'm still crying. Claire, the ghost is getting closer. Ghost is, <laughs> the ghost is 15 feet away, walking. You can't. Your feet are just frozen to the spot now. You're not even sure if the ghost is doing that or if it's your own body's froze up. <laughs> now the ghost know. is 10 feet away, and you can now make out the features on the ghost. Is it a person? What does it look yeah, like? Yeah, of course it's a person. Yeah, it's a person. Okay. Here comes the I ghost. don't know. I'm frozen. It's a teenage boy. That's the worst kind. The knife in his forehead. <laughs> his forehead. Help me, Claire. Claire. Help me. Help I think I'm praying me. by now. <laughs> and then suddenly... You turn around and you look at the ghost is gone, right? You're like, oh. Uh -huh. And then you just like turn your head a little bit. The ghost is right next to you. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh-uh. And then the yeah, ghost says to you. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. But then the ghost says to you, Claire, <laughs> let me inhabit your body. I gotta say, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, you have no choice. The ghost is gonna go, and suddenly, suddenly the ghost goes like and down in your mouth, right? And then suddenly you're like moving around like half ghost, half person, right? <laughs> I think I get more money with a possession involved. I think that's like an extra fifty. Sure. Yes. The the whoever's paying you for this will throw <laughs> you an extra fifty. <laughs> it's like you're you're pricing this way too low. You better give me. I mean, look, if the ghost is going, if the ghost is going to take over my body, I want fifty more dollars. Hey, I guess I'll set my rate a little higher. Yeah, you, you, you should bump your your uh, your your scale up here on what you're getting. All right, I'll give it some thought. Yeah. Help me, Claire. <laughs> You have a good night. You too. Bye. If I saw a ghost come at me, you know what I'd do? Punch him out. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. This is Colette from Athens. Colette from Athens. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. Colette, if a ghost was coming toward you, what would you do? Um... 
don't know. I'd probably stick my dog on him. And then, but then your dog jumps and goes right through the ghost. Yeah, but scares the ghost with his teeth. My ghost ain't scared of dogs. Well, you're gonna punch a ghost. Yeah, well, that's me. <laughs> so your fist is more solid than my dog's. Yeah, well, well I'm gonna punch. I'm gonna summon uh, some sort of uh, some sort of uh, uh, Doctor Strange type punch. Yeah. Like a fist. I'm not going to literally punch with my fist. I'm going to just conjure up a a cosmic fist. A mystic fist. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. That sounds like a pretty decent strategy, all things considered. Yeah. So what do, what, what, what do you got uh, tonight, Colette? We just talked to Colette. Um, now we're talking I have a couple, couple of additions to the weirdo list, if they're not already there. Yeah, let's hear. Let's hear. Um, my first, my first one would be Edith Massey. Yeah, that's a good one. Mike, Edith Massey, you know who that is? From the John Waters movies? The Egg Lady? Yeah. (laughs) Put Edith Massey down. Where, where should she go? What's that? 27? 47, no, too low. Much higher. Yeah, she's. She's a top 20 person. Yeah, top 20. Go go with six, then. Go with six. <laughs> seven more to go. We got seven. Who else do you have, Colette? Um, my other, my other uh, inductee would be Vince McMahon. Yeah, you know, there's a, there's a thing... With Vince McMahon, um, that's kind of um, interesting. It's like, is he is he not weird at all, or insanely weird? Oh, he's insanely weird. How, he, make the make the case, Colette. Okay, I mean, if you like, there's a bunch of like ancillary stuff. Like, he has a T Rex skeleton in his office. Okay. That's um, good. He uh, he once claimed that uh, no amount of cocaine could make him addicted to cocaine. Uh huh. Okay. Um, no amount of cocaine could make him addicted to cocaine. That's yeah, a, it's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird thing to care about. Uh, well, I mean, when you consider like the the Hulkamania era of WBF and just how much powder was going around the dressing room. Like when that's that there's that one clip where it's Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and they're just going like it's the it's the Hulkamania and the man, Macho Madness and the two of them look like they are so gacked out of their gourds. Right. Oh yeah, we got the thing and it's going here. Could be the it could be the stratosphere, it could be the ionosphere. Like what they're doing is no different than like in Boogie Nights when it's like Mark Wahlberg and John C. Riley going their thing like, right. like we could take over. We could do a whole thing. Like like we gotta write some songs. And they got Have like, you seen Oh sorry, go ahead. No, no. Have you seen like the stuff from the Macho Man Hulk Hogan feud where like Macho Man is like the most tense person on the planet and is like screaming about Hogan like being a grandstander and a hot dogger? No, no. Oh, it's great. It's so good. Um, 
highly recommend it if you're looking to add more Macho Man drops to the sound collage. Oh, I, I will definitely look for that. Um, the main, the main, like, Vince McMahon, Ludo stuff, beyond, you know, thinking that a bodybuilding federation would be a thing that people would be into, or, like, challenging the NFL twice now. Yeah. He did do a bodybuilding <sighs> federation, which is so fascinating. The idea that he thought bodybuilding could be, like, there could be, like, a league for bodybuilding. Yeah. That is so odd. You're right. I think you're you're making the case for Vince my McMahon. my my favorite Vince McMahon fact. Um, and I don't know if this is something that you may have heard about him is that he did not know what a burrito was. What? Um, I have I have like an anecdote from from a writer like pulled up on my phone that I could read to you, but I would have to uh, to put you on speakerphone to do it. Is that okay? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, all right. So, in an exclusive interview, I'm going to skip that part. But um, I think this is what the writer says. I think that they were going to poison Big Show and give him a spiked burrito. The whole concept was we're going to spike his food, spike the burrito. You cut to a vignette before that showing him eating it, and he passes out in the ring. So Vince goes, "Burrito? Who the hell knows what a burrito is?" It was such a far concept, and everyone in the room goes, well, we know what a burrito is, and Vince goes, well, where the hell have I been? But the funny thing is, every day at noon, Vince's secretary would walk into the office, the writing room, with a burrito. It was a steak wrap cut in half, and he would put ketchup on it. Every day he was eating a burrito and not knowing what it was, but that's the idea. When you're in a bubble and in a business where you're ostracized from society and it's you and them, that's it. Everyone else is an outsider, so things like that do make sense in the confines of the wrestling world. I almost, I gotta say, I almost, I gagged a little bit when you said he put ketchup on a burrito. <laughs> I actually felt a gag reflex. That's truly disgusting. I don't know, it's such an innocuous thing, cause you could put, yeah. you could put hot sauce on a burrito, and nobody would think twice about it. For some reason, ke- oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> Ketchup is one of the most disgusting things going when you think about it. And I use it. But yeah, it's me so too. gross. Sugar and tomatoes and sugar. Everyone has like a line that they won't cross with ketchup. Like ketchup and eggs, some people find gross. You know what would make me throw up? Ketchup on What's pizza. That? If somebody put ketchup on pizza, oh. wouldn't that be the worst thing you ever had in your life? Oh, that's the, yeah. Oh, why did I say that out loud? I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I created a very gross image. Yeah, you've created a monster. Yeah. You know there's someone who does it. Oh, I'm, I guarantee it. There's some, there's some, some, some really busted person who put, like, no, I like putting ketchup on pizza. What's the difference between that and tomato sauce? <laughs> like, and they're, and they're not wrong in a way. Like, uh-huh. they, they do have a, a point. But it's still gross. Yeah. That's, how much money would it take for you to eat a pizza with ketchup on it? Well, I don't know if there's enough. I don't know if there's enough money. I, I really don't know if there's enough money on the planet. I could get all the money, like all of it. Yeah. And I don't think I could. Do I have to hold it down? Like a whole pizza? Um, Eight one slice. slice. One slice. A uh, one slice, uh, 
One slice, but it's uh, covered. Seven but it's covered. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is so disgusting. <laughs> that is truly disgusting, and I'm the one who said it, so I yep. deserve what I get with that. Is that is that gross, Pat? On a scale of one to ten, how disgusting is that? What's that? Yeah. An eight. I guess say you're being conservative with that. Just an eight? I think it's a ten. I think it's a... This is a, a yeah, it's not like a drizzle. It's like from crust to tip. Oh. <laughs> That's gross. Yet you could put ketchup on French fries, which are not... Not a million miles away from, like, pizza crust. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, of course. Now, that's, that's, there's something, there's something bad about that. That's bad. Yeah, that's truly awful. Yeah. Oh, all right, Colette. Anyone else on the list? Uh, no, I think that's actually it for me. Thank you for the call. I'll talk to you. All right, have a good night. You too. Bye. Best show. Hi. Hey, Paul, how's it going? It's Paul from Baltimore. Paul from Baltimore? Yes. What's up, Paul? Uh, nothing. I've got a quick one for the weirdos. Um, when someone mentioned Narwar last uh, last week, I was just reminding me about one of the weirdest Narwar interviews was with Greg Ginn, maybe the only person who I think could out-weird Narwar. <laughs> yeah, Greg Ginn is a weirdo, but I, he might not be my kind of weirdo for this list. Okay, fair enough. But he, but you're 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 in the neighborhood. I get it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Just uh, yeah. Just weirdest dude. Not like totally like punk dude, non punk. I don't know. I don't really know where to put him in. Yeah, I don't know. But I like I like the spirit. I like your spirit, Paul. Appreciate it. Have a Thanks great again, night. Tom. Bye. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. This is Artie from Chicago. Artie from Chicago. What's up, Artie? Not much. I have a submission for the uh, weirdo list. What do you got? Um, Grover. Grover. The yeah. puppet? Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. Why would I put a puppet on the list? I mean, I if know. anything, if the weirdo is the one operating the puppet. Well, mm, I don't know, because a lot of people wrote Grover, you know. It wasn't always just... Yeah, but why is Grover are you, more weird than any other puppet? He's much weirder than all the other puppets on the show. He is? Yeah. How so? Well, they always kind of have to correct him, and um, he's kind of the silliest one. Okay, well, he sounds... uh, Grover seems nice. I don't know how weird he seems. No, he's also, like, kind of causes a lot of problems for people. He's not just nice. He's kind of a mess. I I don't know. I'm not putting a puppet on the weirdo list. Goodbye. Well, well, yeah, first of all, wake up. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. This is Dylan from Nashville. 
Dylan from Nashville. What's up, Dylan? Yeah, I used to be in North Carolina, but I moved back to Nashville. Welcome back. Yeah, I like it here. You're there. You're where you should be. Yep. Uh, yeah, I was a little messed up the last few times I called you. I don't know if you remember, but I am. Um, you are. You do all right. You do all right. You don't I, Well, I'm embarrassed about this call, honestly, but yeah, I'm, I'm sober, and, and it's good to talk to you, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. I thought about Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog? Yeah, is that how you pronounce it? You'd want to fancy. You put him on the list? Yeah, I mean, has he not, has he not been mentioned yet? I would maybe put Klaus Kim, no, we put Bruno S on the list, an actor from Werner Herzog movies. I feel like he represents, he, he's, he's representing the, the Herzog, uh, oeuvre. Okay, yeah, yeah, Klaus Kinski, definitely. Yeah, but Bruno S is weirder than Klaus Kinski. Wait, was that who was in, uh, Yes, exactly. Alright, well I nominate the chicken for Strozek. Well, I'm gonna say that we still put Bruno S on the thing. That's his Yeah, that's yeah. Gonna, oh, he's that's definitely gonna cover. That's gonna the chicken is gonna have to be happy with Bruno S being on the list. <laughs> you nominate the chicken from I nominate the chicken. Alright. Now the chicken's not making the list. Alright, well I feel bad that I couldn't make the list. Well, you tried. You, that's what matters. You tried. I tried my best and it is I'm you glad I got gave to talk your to best, you. But I guess your <laughs> best wasn't good enough. And who's that? Just once. Remember that song? <laughs> if we finally find a way to make it right. <laughs> Make the magic last for more than just one night. I do that at karaoke. That dude will be bawling his eyes out, too. I'm so Uh, happy you're singing to me. I gave my best. (laughs) Do you know that song now, when I sing it? No, I I don't. I I think you're singing it a little deep for me to recognize Oh, no, this is a new, this is a a popular song. This is a a classic. (laughs) All right. Thank you, buddy. You have a great Thank night. Thank you, man. You're great. Night. Best show. Hi. Hey, this is Sam in Troy, New York. Sam in Troy, New York. What's up, buddy? How much? I had uh, one for the weirdos. What do you got? And Andre Serrano. He's the guy who did uh, P-Word Jesus. That's say, right, uh, yeah. See a weirdo though. He's a, I, it's a, for some reason, artists don't cut it for me. You know what I mean? They're in control yeah. of their thing to some degree. So, but formaldehyde shark. No, I, I understand all of it. I understand it. But he's an artist, though. He's 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 he's, in, he's he knows what he's doing. Right then, uh, the the kid from. Uh, Home Alone. What's his name? Who did Velvet Underground Pizza? Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Would he be a weirdo? No, I'm not putting him on. He's a child actor. He was a child actor who who is, is not a, not an easy time being a child actor. I feel I feel for him. You're right. All right. Thanks, buddy. Best show. Hi. Hi. This is Rachel from Montana. Hi, Rachel. How are you? How what's going on in Montana tonight? Uh, nothing. Just got back from uh, trivia at a bar. 
Hmm. Give me a trivia question that you heard tonight that you got right, that you were impressed you got right. <laughs> um, Let's see if I can get I it. think maybe who was the patron saint of ecology and it's St. Francis. Well, you can't tell me the answer. you got to let me try to guess it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's not. Why would I? Why would I want to hear both parts of the thing? Well, it sounded like you wanted to because I was impressed by my answer. And I said, "Let me try." Never mind. Oh, what I'm do you sorry. got? What do you? That's all right. That's all right. Okay. You okay, I got Mon- some weirdos your for Montana you. Montana trivia clubs. <laughs> There's a lot of trivia over here. All right. Well, what um, do you? Who do you got for the list? Okay. I have some lady weirdos for you. Okay, let's hear them. Okay, my first one is Lizzo. Who's that now? Lizzo. Oh, I don't know. Who is that? Please just teach me. Teach me. So so Lizzo is a pop rap artist. Oh, yeah, I know. I just have not heard. So so go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I I know who you're talking about. I do not know the music, though. But please tell me about her. Well, I think that she's weird because she has played the flute since she was 12 years old. And she continues to play the flute. And every time she plays live on stage, she, like, plays the flute, but also... Like, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that you will play while also rapping at the same time. And then while she's playing, she has backup dancers and, like, she twerks at the same time. I'm going to need to learn more about her, her music. I like, I like the spirit of this and I wanted, I wanted to hear more because of people, I, does she have a new record out? Right? Yeah, she, yeah, that's she why. just came out with a record on Friday. Okay, that's it's why. really good. And I want to, I want to check it out. So I'm gonna, I'm not gonna put her on the list. I need, but it's my thing to learn about. Okay, um, okay, I have more though. We'll keep going, please. Uh, okay, how about Mary Shelley? Because she's basically like, I mean, she wrote Frankenstein, and she's like basically the first person to write science fiction in a way. And I don't know, I think just like picturing a woman back then, just like picturing this like corpse coming to life just yeah. seems like a weirdo. Telling the story of, of, uh, of, of, uh, the, 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 the ability to give life and the, 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 the male frustration with not being able to give birth to life. Yeah, and the contemplation of like what is life coming from a monster that has never known life before. So let's, uh, what's a thing from her personal life that would tip her to being on the list other than being, because right now you're making a case for her being a great artist. Uh, hmm. And no trivia about Mary Shelley. No. You- <laughs> I like that person on the team who like knows the one thing. Like I'm like, I'm not the trivia person who knows all of them. I'm that one person where nobody knows the thing, but it's I Saint do Francis. know the thing. It's St. Francis. That was that you tonight? I know it. I know it. It's St. Francis. <laughs> they said they trusted me, so. All right. Well, I can't think of a uh, personal fact. All right. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, but I have more. Well, who, do you, who else do you have? Okay, Kristen Stewart. 
Kristen Stewart. Um, Why is that? Yes, because she basically built her career on Twilight movies, Mm -hmm. but then she single-handedly became like the icon for art house cinema, like the icon actress for art house cinema. And I do have a weird personal fact about her. What's that now? She, she, She used to try and convince herself that she was she wore shoes much smaller than her shoe size. Uh huh. And so, so like, say she was like a size seven, but she would always buy shoes that were like size five or something like that. Okay. And so for, for like years, she would try and convince herself, but she was just always uncomfortable in her shoes. So then she finally like started wearing normal shoe sizes. Okay. Yeah. That's uh that's pretty weird. Um, See, I don't know if she's a weird, I just said, I think she's admirable, though. I think she's very talented. She's like, mm-hmm. uh, cause the other, the, the dude from the uh, movies is also good. Did you see Good Time? Yes, I did. That's a good movie. I, yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. <laughs> Mike, did you watch Good Time yet? You think you did. Oh, you'd know if you did, Mike. Oh, yeah, you would know yeah. if you did. I'm pretty excited about his new movie, the, uh, the Claire Yeah, the Claire Dennis, Dennis movie. movie. Yeah. The, yeah. I will probably see that one this weekend, so. Out in Montana? But, yeah. We have a really cool art house theater called the Roxy, and that's pretty much where What's you playing get there? to see all. Avengers Endgame! <laughs> no, they, they probably will play it maybe like a month from now. Avengers but, Endgame? Yeah. Wait, you guys have to wait out in Montana for that to roll in? Like you guys don't have that the same weekend everybody else has it? No, no, we still have like an ANC, but okay. there's like the Roxy that plays stuff that okay. isn't at the ANC, sure. so like... Mm-hmm. High Life is going to play there, but High Life will probably never show up at the end. Sure, no, no, it won't. But you guys are probably waiting to get like what's what's a new movie coming out this weekend that they're The Martian? Is that so, like, you, you the, got, the Martian? You guys are a little behind on the films. Uh, yeah, we're so behind. <laughs> You're going to go see no, The Martian we're not this weekend. Behind. There's, There's a new a, movie. It's a college town. It's a college town. So we got we got hit things. Let me see if I can name states that border Montana. Let me see if I can do this. You ready for this? Yes. North Dakota. Uh-huh. Is that correct? Yes. Idaho. Uh-huh. Is that correct? Yep. Wyoming. Is that yes. correct? <laughs> yes. Is there one more? Yes. Is If there's one more, it's probably, let's see, North Dakota. Does South Dakota touch Montana? Uh, yes. Okay. Is there another state still? I think so. North Dakota, South Dakota. Wyoming just touches like the tip, just the tip. Wyoming, Idaho, Colorado. Uh, I don't know. I have to look at them. Oh, 
trivia. You know nothing about trivia. I only, I'm the one answerer. You are the one answerer. Okay. Yeah, like a, lot, a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, How, here's, here's the one that I was impressed that I got, and I won't say the answer. Yeah. Uh, who stars in the movie Captain EO? Who is the main star? Michael Jackson. That's what I got. Nobody else knew it at my table. Yeah, yeah you guys really are so. rolling pretty behind the times there in Montana. <laughs> well, I grew up in L.A., so... First of all, I let me just to- say, I'm looking at a map of the United States. I got it right. North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Idaho. I got it. Okay. Is that all that, that, that covers it? There's... Well, what else would be touching it? Nebraska's not. Nebraska's not. Okay. Uh, Washington's not. You got Idaho's blocking Washington. Yeah, it's the, it's blocking the face of Montana. Yeah, I got this right. Okay. Well, points for you. Yeah. Points! Remember that? Boy, those were the days. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got um, to wrap I, this up. Go ahead, though. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I have one last weirdo. Let's hear. Who what is about Frida Kahlo? I think I'm going to stick with my thing about artists. I feel like artists <laughs> are. You know what I mean? They're they're art like they're there's something about artists that make me feel like there there's a certain amount of control that an artist has over their over their ex- means of expression. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know why I feel that way. Does that make sense, Mike? You know, that's it. I think they can intellectualize their their weirdness, like because they're because yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know. Maybe, I Mike, I guess, but can't everybody at the same time? Well, then everybody would be on the list. Then there's no list. Wait, well, did Captain Beefheart make the list? Because you're you're talking about shaving cream, right? Did Captain Beefheart make the list? I think he might have made the list just because he was the, the supposed to be the opposite of Frank Zappa. It was meant to upset Frank Zappa fans. What's that? Yeah. Look, everybody on this list who made things is questionable. But I think for some reason fine artists don't do it for me on this list. I would say Frida Kahlo is kind of an outsider artist, but... Well, I don't know. Put, put Frida Kahlo on the list. Yeah. Montana's, you're driving me nuts. Get some. Your country ways. <laughs> your, your down home. Where do you like to hang out? Jackson Hole? Is that, is that in, out there? Uh, I don't think so. Where is that? That's Idaho? I have no idea. It's, Wyoming. It's I don't Wyoming. Think- I don't think I want to hang out in a okay. place with the word hole in it, but. Okay. Well, what if it was Courtney Love's house? You wouldn't want to hang out that, there? Bono, no, Bono, right? Suddenly, yeah, mm. suddenly you're like, ooh, uh, I'd like to, please, Ms. Love, may I come in? No, thank you. It sounds, it, I bet it's smelly. Oh, that's offensive. She's cool. She's better than <laughs> Kurt Cobain. She made more good albums than Kurt Cobain did. I mean, what album would you rather listen to? Celebrity Skin or In Utero? <sighs> Celebrity Skin, you know it's true. 
Yeah, I guess yeah. I'll have to I'll have to take a re-listen to them. Well, you do, and then you do that out there. Well, I guess those are new albums for you out there too. So <laughs> yeah, I got some really bad news about Kurt Cobain. You guys are not going to be happy. Oh no! Yeah. Well, I grew up in LA, so I'm kidding. I got I'm some of it. I'm teasing you. I'm going along with it. You know why I'm teasing you? Because you told me that St. Francis thing, and it still burns me a little bit. Well, it's burning me, so. (laughs) Well, I want to thank you for the call. Free, uh, yeah. Where are we putting free to call now? 46? Right? That's a good number. 47. All right. Thank you for the call. You have a good night. Night. Bon out, bon out, bon out. Best show. Hey, Tom, it's Robert in Oakland, California. Hi, Burton. What's up? Uh, Robert. Oh, Robert. Okay. What's up, Robert? Hey, I just wanted to nominate someone to the 50 Greatest Weirdos. Oh, who's that? Uh, do you happen to know of Tom Guido? I don't know who that is, now. He's a local hero of the... 90s garage punk scene in San Francisco. He resurrected the Purple Onion Club in North Beach. I don't. He sounds like he'd be in your San Francisco Hall of Fame. Yeah, probably. Not well, on my thanks list, Thanks for the man. consideration. Thank you, though. I appreciate you calling. Best show, hi. Hey, this is Sam. Sam, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Troy. Troy, New York, or or yeah. Greece? Which one? Uh, New York. What's There's going Alabama on there? as well? What's going on in Troy? You're at the Holiday Inn in Troy. Uh, no, I'm in uh, downtown Troy, which near the Holiday Inn. Okay. What do you got? What's going on tonight? Well, not too much. Came from a political fundraiser before this. For who? Uh, Darius for Comptroller. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> the most boring thing on earth. Yeah. Well, look, it's good you're involved. That's, uh, that's, uh, things change on the local level. That's how you change the, the actual world you see. It's on the local level. Good for you. That's how I feel. What do you got for the but, list? Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, Antwerd, Ninja, and Yolandi who were so upsetting to the director of Chappie that he had to push them off. Wait, what's like, that now? Weird. Say that again? Uh, D. Antford. Like yeah, that D. band. Antford, that I'm, band. I'm not putting but, them on the thing. I'm not putting them but on But specifically, the thing. Ninja and Yolandi were so weird, not necessarily awful, but weird that they had to be taken off the movie Chappie. Yeah, I'm not putting. I want nothing to do with the movie Chappie on this list. The director of Chappie? I'm not putting that. No, I'm not putting the director of Chappie, Neil Blomkamp. That not. seems well worth the list. No, it's not. Don't make your go make your own Chappie centric weirdo list. And you know who'd be number one on it? You, you weird Chappie obsessed weirdo. <laughs> Have a great night. Best show, hi. Hi, it's Tom. Yes, hi. Welcome. Hi, this is Matt from Oakland, California calling. Matt from Oakland, California. How are you, Matt? I'm well. How are you, Tom? It's been a while since we've spoken, hasn't it? I know. A lot's changed. What's going on, my friend? A lot stayed friend? the same. 
I have one for the topic. What do you got? Yeah, I was wondering if uh, George Clinton had made the list. He is. He should be on the list, right, George Clinton? That's kind of a legendary. If if Captain B farts on the thing, George Clinton's got to be on the thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I was, I've I've been listening to them forever, but I was watching that uh, Tales from the Tour Bus. Did you ever see that? I did not watch it, but I know I, people like it. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. Where so can George? Cl- where should George Clinton go, Mike? Where you and Pat figure it out? Yeah, put him there. Now you've called before, Matt, right? Uh, I tried to get on, but uh, uh, I never made the cut. This you is my never first made time. the cut. Oh, so this isn't the Matt I thought it was. Sorry, it's not. No. Well, I wish it was, but I'm glad I'm talking to you, though. I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I got you rather than the other one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, buddy. Cool. Yeah. You made the list. You did it. Bye. Best show. Hey, Tom. It's Nick in Culver City. Nick in Culver City. What's up, Nick? I called last week, and uh, there was a reason I didn't even mention, which is my brother sent me a picture of somebody, and I thought, what a weirdo. And then I immediately went to your Instagram and I saw that the subject was weirdos. And then I didn't even mention that weirdo when I called him. And who was the weirdo in the picture? Yasel Puig. Yeah, I'm not putting him on. Goodbye. Put some baseball player on. I'm putting him on. Right, Mike? You get it. Mike gets it. I think I want to end the show with a song tonight. What do you think about that? Maybe end with a nice song. I'll sing a song for everybody as I say goodnight. The best show will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Pat and thanks to Mike. Look at you all. See the love that's sleeping while my slide whistle gently weeps I look at the floor and I see it needs sweeping still my slide whistle gently weeps I don't know how Nobody told you How to unfold your love I don't know how Someone controlled you They bought and sold you Look at the world And I know Tis it's turning While my slide whistle Gently weak With every mistake We must surely be learning 
Still my slide whistle gently weeps
to this window over here. Touch a spot on the window and describe it to me. This feels like glass. That's because it is glass. Describe it. Describe it the best you can. No, your podcast is not my podcast. Your podcast is your podcast. My podcast is my podcast. Drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. Jack in Lakewood, what's up, Jack? Yeah, regarding the situation with Bob Craft, uh, have you ever engaged in anything like that yourself? First of all, you're a moron for calling up with that nonsense. That's when that, not what you asked to call about. Okay, number one. All right, number two, uh, I have not. But you know what? You're just a jerk for even calling up the show and wasting our time with that. Brian in Staten Island, what's up, Brian? Hey, Jack, how you doing? 